Boys, ready? This is Wondersoul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Welcome everyone, I'm your host, Bearded Buddha. This is episode number 42, titled Studio MacGyver. Speaking of Studio MacGyver, he is our guest today on this episode of Wondersoul. I reached out to him this week, wanted to do an episode um, centered around Dragon Ball, but we definitely got into more things like anime and video games. And this guy is awesome. He has his own podcast called Studio MacGyver's Dragon Ball and Video Game Podcast. The link to his podcast is in the description of this episode. He also has some stuff out there on YouTube, so go check that out. And while you're at it, go ahead and check out Beautiful Nerds. It's his own website where he has his original created merchandise that I think you guys would like very, very much. And this guy is just awesome, hands down. We had an awesome conversation. We linked up tonight to record, talked for about two hours, just geeked out, nerd out. And it was just awesome. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, please check out his stuff. Please support his stuff. And I know that we are probably going to do more episodes in the future. And yeah, without further ado, this is uh, episode 42 of Wonder Soul featuring Studio MacGyver. Enjoy. Chilling, man. Chilling, <laughs> chilling, man. Uh, feels good to be here. Just want to get into some gangster shit, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I was I was so excited when I reached out to you and uh, do this. And not not the fact that you know, uh, because I reached out to you and and I just was not expecting you know any kind of response. Not like that you wouldn't do that, but more of like. Oh, dude, I don't really even know what we will, will like really talk about. Uh, like, I have this idea, and and when you responded, and you were just like, "Yo, three words, let's do this." I was like, "Ah, oh, I got so amped, and <laughs> so excited," because I've really been a fan of your stuff, man. I mean, I remember 
I just randomly was like, I wonder if there's any Dragon Ball podcast out there. Let me see. Oh, yeah. and I, I looked it up, and sure enough, I came across yours, and I was like, Dragon Ball and video games, dude. Yes, sir. That's what I like. So, yo, man. Um, but welcome. I'm, I'm. You know, this is gonna be kind of a, a unique project because, well. You know, you're going to have this episode, I'm going to have this episode, but I thought, like, that would be a really cool thing to do, and I guess what we could start off this episode doing is kind of introducing ourselves to uh, our other listeners, so uh, if you want to go first, and then I'll come in right after you, if that's cool. Yeah, sure. Um, What do you want to know, sir? Um, Well, let's see. Um, Well, tell, like, the listeners of my podcast, like, what Studio MacGyver dragon ball and video game podcast what like what do you what's that all about like what do you usually talk about i mean i think it's pretty self-explanatory but i know it goes deeper than that so if you would like to give uh those listeners kind of like a brief summary on uh, on your podcast yeah man um no problem uh studio macgyver first the name uh came from uh, a show back in back in the day called macgyver and it was about a guy who basically got himself in in fucked up situations and had to get himself out of them with you know little to no uh resources so uh that that kind of you know stuck to me because you know i had a computer and i wanted to do all these things i wanted to make my own music i wanted to uh record and figure out how all this stuff worked podcasting and everything and that of that nature so you know i just uh i just practiced a lot studied a lot and figured it out how to do everything myself because you know i didn't like depending on a lot of people for the shit that I did so I found myself learning all these things and it, it worked out for me in, in a great way because now I do everything myself uh, I record my own music I so and if you, if you listen to my podcast it, it, the music at the beginning and the end even my YouTube uh, videos and stuff all the music you hear is music that I've composed myself and uh, all the editing and everything I did myself and it's just stuff that you know that's why I hence the name MacGyver so somebody with limited resources getting in there and then figuring out you know how to do everything yourself and then becoming good at it so that's the name now as far as the podcast and everything is concerned uh I just have a a deep and uh a deep admiration for anime and video games since I was a kid um video games as a young kid all the way up till now and that'll never change and as far as anime I got hit I got bit basically with uh with the anime bug probably you know in high school and dragon ball was was what that was um i didn't know what the fuck i was watching at first <laughs> all i knew is that it was it was just awesome and i couldn't stop watching it man and uh i've been i've been a lover of anime ever since uh, i guess you can call that popping my anime cherry if you will so <laughs> right right that's that's pretty much what got me started man nice yeah dude i mean it was uh it was early on for me too man i mean uh, just going back to like uh, how I got into like anime and Dragon Ball and stuff real quick. Um, uh, it was about fourth grade when I moved down here to Alabama. I had two friends, uh, Sean and Stanley, and they just like I don't even remember how they introduced me to the show, but they I, I somehow got into it and they were watching it. Yeah. It just became this like ritual, like after school, run home from the school bus, yep. go turn on Cartoon Network and check out Toonami and just like oh, man. watch. At those half an hour shows that were just awesome awesome I and mean, we would just like really get into it because i i feel like back then early 2000s you know dragon ball stuff uh was kind of just then kind of getting out there for everybody to really indulge in and this is like right 
around the time that Pokemon came out. So mm-hmm. like a lot of Eastern culture was really uh, coming through to uh, the United States and influencing, uh, you know, a lot of my childhood. And uh, but I, I've loved Dragon Ball ever since. Um, you know, from Dragon Ball, it, it brought me into like really anything that was on Toonami back yeah. then and even up to today I, I still catch it every now and then I think it's only on Saturday night but um, I'll, I'll still watch it and um, There's a lot yeah of just shit oh man it's just like <laughs> if it wasn't for Toonami I don't know if I would have ever got into anime like at least at that age because they're just so uh, accessible like yeah. for you know you know just being on Cartoon Network you know I'm a kid but yeah. Um, yeah so that's really how I got into that and then like we both have a passion and interest in um, video games and stuff, and uh, you know, like the whole podcasting thing. I, I you know, I listen to Joe Rogan, uh, and not just Joe Rogan. There's some guys like Double Toasted, um, the Weekly. Uh, I think it's the Weekly Planet. Yeah, um, and just like a, a handful. It really just like opened like my eyes to like this whole new world of entertainment, and yeah. just uh, there's a lot of awesome people out there that do that kind of content that yes, for me it's just great because i like to multitask like i like to enjoy and watch something like a, a episode of dragon ball right but i also like to like work on something and then also have like a conversation going on or just hear some you know something coming either is it could be yeah. music right but yeah but yeah so like you i kind of just like self-taught myself because i didn't really know anybody else uh, around me you know to learn from or ask these kind of questions and uh yeah started wonder soul and it's kind of a a mixed bag of treats i mean mean, it's it's nice bro yeah thank you i really i really enjoy it and i I also enjoy the uh the diversity of your you know of your 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 picks your thumbnails if you will um every one of them is different and it's around it's basically surrounding the topic of discussion so whatever the episode is basically going to be talking about you have a dope ass picture um about that i mean i've seen some really cool ones man i was the dragon ball the goku one and then the one i took talked to you about before which yeah. was the kid sitting on the, the chair at the table man um with the old school with the nintendo and shit that was awesome Yo, man. appreciate yeah. it yeah man yeah it's it was just something like you know you got to make yourself pop you know and uh, you know, I kind of take some, uh, draw some inspiration and influences from like uh, musicians and, you know, uh, mixtapes and different things where you would always get like a, a cool album cover. And uh, I just thought, you know, hey, that'd be a cool thing to do is to mess around with that. And, also, uh, the, yeah. the, also the background music, too, man. Uh, oh, that's yeah, something yeah. different. Like I, I listen to a few podcasts and, and that's something I've never heard, uh, which is also cool. You know what I mean? I almost yeah. stole that shit, but Dude, I was like, it. but I was like, no, I'm, I've been doing this, you know, this way so long, whatever. Because yeah. you know, you see, you hear and see a lot of dope shit from other people, uh, and sometimes you know you got to catch yourself because I'm like, well, no, that's their thing. Uh, I, I want to kind of, you know, let him and do that. Now, I, you know, ideas <laughs> is one thing, you know, yeah. but how somebody does their thing, I think that's your your uniqueness and you know that should be yours man so oh well no man i mean i appreciate it i mean i I think that uh sometimes sometimes imitation is like the highest form of flattery because i mean like in the beginning of your podcast when you have like that robotic voice it's like studio macgyvers yeah so i like that man so i kind of was like yo i do need something other than me so I kind of did pull from that, and I would get on this like text to speech 
website on <laughs> and i was just like let me just like have like almost like tony stark has uh uh, his robotic friend, you know, or something like that. I was yeah. like, all right, let me let me bring something on that kind of adds like this. Uh, I, I don't know, like almost like I have an AI buddy that's yeah. in the, like in the podcast that kind of can sometimes like uh, introduce the show and kind of even like talk about other things. So I I, I I'll, I'll I'll admit it here on this episode, like I kind of I got that from you. So <laughs> that's cool. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't I don't use and I don't use that every episode. I, I you know that's it's true. It's, it's kind of like you know, if I'm feeling this type of way today, I'll use it, and sometimes I I won't. Uh, as of late, though, I haven't been using it too often. Uh, I think I've used it, you know, in the last month, maybe once or twice, if, if that. But yeah, man, definitely just something to try to change up a little bit here and there. And I just, I, you know, you learn as you go in in podcasting, man. This is my second year. It'll be it'll be two years in January uh, of wow. podcast. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I talked to you before and earlier about the first podcast, opposed to you know what it sounds like now. Uh, if you go back and find my first few podcasts, man, the sound quality compared to what it is now is like <laughs> fucking night and day. Um, but you know, that's just going and learning and everything like that. And, and you're pushing out, you know, two to three podcasts a fucking week, and that's fucking dope. Um, oh, you know yeah, what I mean? And I like to see that. shit like, yeah, man, I, I, I like to see it. I mean, I like to see other people out here in these streets uh, uh, putting in work, man, and, and doing what they love doing. Because it, to, to me, man, it, it's so, uh, what's the word for it? It's gratifying, but it's also, it, it's kind of a stress reliever for me. I mean, just to talk about the things that you like to talk about. And then yes. I listen to my shit, too. I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll put it out on a Monday, usually on Mondays night, and then I'll download it that night or that morning. And I'll, you know, I'll drive and I'll just listen to myself and critique myself. And um, sometimes I get a kick of how, you know, how awesome this shit is. I'm like, yo, this is me, uh, you know, talking to the world. And then I talked about this earlier with you about how, you know, I thought it wasn't going to be shit. I thought that, you know, maybe a couple people might listen to me or whatever. But then it turned it out. It turns out that I have like fans all over the fucking world. And then, you know, when you get when you get, you know, comments and and, and emails from some of these people man it, it blows your mind and it just gives you that strength to keep going bro oh definitely it's awesome to get that kind of feedback and to make that kind of connection like through uh like a platform like podcasting and uh yeah i mean i think like that's like the that's kind of like the challenge throughout doing anything creative is you just never know you always have these self-doubts like you know you you know what you indulge in and what you enjoy but it's like there's this disconnection, right? You yeah. think like, oh, well, is, I don't know how I could be that person, like, or yeah. how they got to where they are. But yeah. you got to start somewhere. And like you're mentioning your previous, uh, like your early, early stuff. Like, yeah, everybody's got to start somewhere. But like after two years now, almost like yeah. in January, you've I do it seen, with my eyes closed. <laughs> you can <laughs> like, see that growth too, it's a man. Part like of my the life. sound. Yeah. Oh man, it's yeah. it's amazing, man. It's a reg. It's, it's part of your life now, man. That's how it feels to me. Like it feels like I, I don't, I don't know how it would feel if I couldn't record. Yeah, if I, you here. know what I mean. I have to do it. Like, you know, it's very therapeutic. It know? is, man. It is. Because I mean, there's a lot of like people out there voicing their opinions, telling their stories, and stuff like that. And um, I think that's great. But I think it's something about doing it on this platform in the way that I know that you have and I know that I am. It's kind of like, you know, really thinking it out, um, really just making sure that is it worth 
talking about? Is it worth other people's time to listen? You know, even, you know, you're not talking in the sense of like, me, 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 me. No, you're talking as like a fan of a lot of things. You're speaking for a lot of people that may not, you know, voice their opinions like that but you're 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 definitely you've had a lot of topics that you've discussed on your podcast i know you've done some youtube videos and uh you've you've talked about some things like in the video game world and dragon ball and anime where i'm like i you know i just almost like start clapping and i'm like yo man thank you somebody's saying that because you've got a lot of these people that are on the web that you feel like you know you know are they getting a check or something like you why are you giving this game this rating but you know it's trash you know like come on now. like but then it's like real fans like you like me and, and and these listeners that are just like yes somebody's saying the things that i wish i could say like and i i applaud you for that man because i mean it's not that it's like controversial it's just like it shows how real you are that you know hey this is what i, I believe that. hey man if it's not what you think hey that's cool i respect that but Hey, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to lie to myself. You know, yeah, they're killing Gohan, they're killing Gohan. Yeah, you know? man. I mean, <laughs> I mean you can look at yourself in the mirror all night long like Lionel Richie, but it's not gonna change Ooh. anything. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean the truth is the truth is there. I mean, you know, and and, and, and this just goes for everything, bro. I mean, I talk no, there's no right or wrong, you know, answer to for, you know, a lot of this stuff that we talk about. Yeah. Because like I said, one man's trash is definitely another man's treasure. And, you know, who am I to say that, you know, the Nintendo Switch is not as good as the PlayStation 4 or the Xbox? You know what I mean? Even though I don't own the Xbox, I own uh, PS4 and Nintendo Switch. But, you know, I'm not going to criticize that man because he has an Xbox One because that's just his preference, man. If he's a casual gamer or whatever he likes, I mean, that's that's his prerogative. We're all gamers. That's how I need to look at it. Like, you know, I try to look at it like that because, you know, we have a lot of fanboys out here in these streets. And, you know, and I, look, I've been guilty of it from time to time when I same, hear same. when I hear some people trolling on on Sony or whatever, whatever. But for the most part, man, if we look at it like this, we're all gamers, baby. I mean, we, we all love games. I mean, no matter what, you know, the device you played on, you know, and same thing with anime. I mean, I, I get I see a lot of that going on, going on too. you know, the Naruto versus Dragon Ball versus, you know, whatever anime you like, mm-hmm. um, My Hero Academia, whatever. I mean. It's all anime. It's all good shit, in my opinion. I mean, just because I don't like a certain show doesn't mean that, you know, that show is not the shit to, you know, 100,000 other people out here. So I try not to, you know, look at it through that lens, you know, when I'm dissecting whatever I'm dissecting. Well, especially when you have like a platform like your podcast. I mean, you know, like you got to you just got to find that good balance of like hey i'm gonna tell you what i like without trying to really like shit on whatever you like you know i it may not be for me but you'll hear me tell you that and then we can just move on we can just agree to disagree because you know like you said there's going to be people that just are in love with whatever it is and hey awesome i'm happy for you you know so exactly everybody has um, fans man exactly exactly and there's there's just so much out there we are so spoiled when it comes to video games when it comes to anime when it comes to really everything Mm -hmm. uh like kind of geeky and nerdy uh which you know it's not like what it used to be like uh portrayed as like in like the 80s movies where if you're a geek or a nerd right you're not this dude with like broken glasses with tape on the middle you're not getting (laughs) like you know thrown into lockers or anything no like it's it's 
yeah. <laughs> uh, like accepted and it's like mainstream as all get out. You got oh, yeah, esports. Man. You oh, got yeah. yeah I it's, mean, anime is everywhere, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, I remember when all this shit was fucking taboo. I mean, I remember <laughs> right? when I was walking around high school with you know the 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 Dragon Ball you know book covers and you know because I was popular, luckily. Uh, I didn't get a lot of the flack that, you know, maybe, you know, a point extra type of dude might get or whatever yeah, yeah, walking yeah. into the hallway, you know, but it was taboo and people, uh, people didn't, didn't understand it, man, uh, for the most part. But now right. I, where it's, where it is now, I mean, it's, it's amazing where it, where it's, where it's turned it with full circle. I mean, now it's like, if you're not, you're not cool if you don't fuck with it. It's like, no, exactly. you know what I mean? Which and is I'm, weird, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just like, there's a complete opposite flip of what it, what we're always used to. Yeah. And now it's like, nah, you're cool. If you like video games, you're cool. If you like anime, yeah, you know, you're kind of like in the out now, you know, and it's not really like that, but compared to what it used to be, you know, you don't have your just high school, your high school jocks. If we're going to do like that kind of like uh, description, they're probably into Dragon Ball. You know, they're probably out there working out with like, you know, workout like Goku shirt or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they're, it's, it's really crazy now that we're older to kind of see how many people have been influenced by like video games and anime, yeah. but especially like the ones like Dragon Ball and, uh, it's it to me i i'm i'm actually just kind of like still every day trying to take that in where it's like wow you know this is really weird to me and it it wasn't like this for so so long and now it just seems like wow the floodgates are open and this is awesome for you know people of all ages you know so yeah it is bringing a lot of people together man um and like i said anime a lot of people don't understand this but um especially people in, in the west anime is in, in everywhere else is, um, Japan specifically is it's so big uh, down there it's it's like another it's nothing to them down there to, to them it's like a, another a, a sitcom or a movie you know they, they put in the same work and production in that that they do in their movies and, and whatever else uh, that's just their way of life man so there's anime out there for everybody I mean there's not when we think of anime especially the one uh, a lot of us in the United States we think of you know a bunch of action and all this other shit going on blowing buildings and stuff but to be honest with you i mean that's only about 20 percent of anime uh, if you put it all in a big bag uh, yeah the 80 percent of it is fucking you know real life type things you know characters that go to school and, and kids and stuff like that you know there, there's something out there for everybody to enjoy and you'll see those those some of those um if you look hard enough, you can find a lot of those. So, I mean, there's a lot to be appreciated, man, when, when anime, uh, when you talk about anime, uh, a lot of people just don't understand or don't know the culture uh, behind it. So, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And, you know, and that was kind of like the thing growing up, like it was even hard to explain to parents and even to some other friends, like, you know, well, what's Dragon Ball? Like, what is, what do, you, what do you like about that? It's like, dude, you don't understand. Like, I almost would want you to sit down and watch it and I, that would be the best way to actually introduce you to it. Like, if I sit here and try to explain it to you, like, sometimes anime is not the easiest thing to, like, pitch. Like, if we're in the elevator together, right. you know, uh, 
uh, and we're going up a couple couple floors. I don't have that much time to tell you like, okay, so check out this show. It's about this dude who comes from another planet yeah. who is actually an alien, but he saves people and he can like change, you know, charge his power levels. And he's got these <laughs> other friends that are aliens, and you know, it's a, like this. It's so just, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of like, what are you talking about, dude? So yeah. it's like, well, here, let's let's sit down for a minute. Let me let me let me show you. And yeah. um, and see, like for me, man, like I didn't watch Dragon Ball, like a Dragon Ball, for the longest time. I right. got into Dragon Ball Z, yeah. and it was almost like a weird thing that, uh, like a couple years after getting into it, I realized like, oh, there's GT out there, and there's like, oh, there's even like a whole saga of when Goku's a kid. And I was just like, wow, I, I kind of like came into this whole story like in the middle of it. But yeah. did you did you watch it in order or did you watch it like when um, did, like actually no um, the first episode of Dragon Ball that I ever saw man was an episode about right in the midst of Vegeta and Nappa coming down to planet Earth. So oh, cool, the cool. G team had to you know prepare for it or whatever. So uh, you know. I, you know, it came on TV at random. Like they, they never played it in order. You know what I mean? It just it came mm. on and I just was happy to see it. Um, but when I was able to get access to all of it and find out everything I needed about it, that's when I turned to Dragon Ball. And man, thank God I fucking did, because, you know, like I said, a lot of a lot of the generation, this generation, they don't know anything about Dragon Ball. Not for real. Like right. They don't know that Tien Shinhan had his own saga. They don't know that. You know, there's some of the coolest characters that came out of fucking um, Dragon Ball. And then a lot of the lore as well, like a lot of the um, things about the characters that people may not know, they stemmed from Dragon Ball. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't know that Ten Shinhan's, uh, the solar flare was his. He created that. They don't know that, you know, the multi-form technique when you split your body up and you become more than one person, that's also Ten Shinhan's move. Um, his third eye could basically duplicate whatever it saw like a lot of people don't know these things i'm saying all this shit for the listeners out there because he's one of my favorite characters so i, I you know i have a little bias it. towards tension <laughs> he's my boy he's one of my favorites so yeah but there's a that all that stuff came from dragon ball man you know you had the freezer saga you had you know the vegeta saga the sand saga if you will you want to call it that um yeah, yeah. the boo saga and all that but there was also a tension han saga in dragon ball um and it brought the fighting was more uh it was more what's the word i'm looking for it was more grounded uh, yeah, literally I was gonna say. literally more grounded it was but before it, they got really strong, yeah powerful. yeah man yeah, it was, more was to, like martial arts yeah man but it was so good the choreography and the, the way it was written it was some of my favorite fights are from dragon ball man they they were fucking awesome and i, I advise anybody who has not seen dragon ball to uh to take a look at it man it's, it's definitely funny it's, it's got some great funny moments as well but some of the best fights, in my opinion, come from Dragon Ball. Well, and and would you say that like seeing Goku and a lot of those characters in Dragon Ball changes the way you would look at those characters if you hadn't seen Dragon Ball? You know, yeah. it's kind of like an overall arc to like just see Goku in the middle of Dragon Ball Z. He's in a he's a father. He's uh, you know married now. He's got mm -hmm. all of his friends. But like, if you go back and you watch Dragon Ball, yeah. you get to see like, oh, that's where he met Krillin. That's yes. when he met Master Roshi and Yamcha and Bulma and Tien and everybody. In exactly. in in Z, you're just thrown into like, okay, yeah, uh, you could watch it without Dragon Ball, but man, it adds like this whole layer of depth. Yes, sir. and it it really explains a lot of the things. So when characters die in Z, because if you haven't seen Dragon Ball. Um, or and if you have, you know that 
characters die all the time. Yeah, man. So. Krillin, Krillin died. He was a little kid, man, and he died in Dragon Ball. He died oh, with his right. eyes open with blood coming out of his mouth. Ooh. I mean, man, like. Those shows know, get a little graphic, too. Yeah, man. that's what Dragon Ball was not playing. It was not Jeff in the streets. And people, you know, I'm telling you, man, like, Dragon Ball was the shit, man. Um, some of the, my favorite characters from Dragon Ball, Mercenary Tao, a.k.a. Tao Pai Pai. Um, oh, man. The guy with the pink gi and on the back it said "kill you." I mean, he was not oh, fucking yeah. around, man. Uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? The, the, yeah. yeah, man. They they were there were some dope characters. I mean, Yajirobe used to be a beast. Yajirobe Yo. was fucking awesome in Dragon Ball. I mean, he was he was on Goku's level. A lot of these characters were on Goku's level before he you know before he grew he up or whatever. Him, yeah. yeah, but it, it makes well, like I said, man. It's an awesome it's an awesome series, and uh, if you haven't seen it, you need to. I advise you guys to check it out definitely gotta peep it out because like i mean all, there's like so many things like as we're talking about i'm thinking about like the red ribbon army army yeah yes, you know sir. that comes yep. from dragon ball so yeah. when we get yep. into the androids uh saga in z you know that's what explains like this whole feud that dr Jiro and all them had with goku back then so it kind of adds a little bit more to it it's not just like this like random like dude that just hates goku it's like oh but you gotta understand like goku was messing up his plans like in that that whole plan uh of the red armies back in the the dragon ball series so you know it it's something that like even if you started in z or even if you're just new to it now and you're watching just super right you know there's probably some people there that have only seen super yeah. uh definitely go back and watch it from dragon ball and watch it all the way through you don't have to but i think it, it really makes the show better yeah um because it adds to all these arcs that happen later on um uh, it's all so. a good watch it's all a good watch i mean you, you won't regret you, I promise you won't regret it. It's all good. If you're a fan of Dragon Ball period, and what people don't also uh, uh, don't know is that in Japan it's just Dragon Ball. It's not Dragon Ball Z or anything. It's mm -hmm. just one Dragon because, like you said earlier, how it's under the whole umbrella. I mean, that's what it is. It's Dragon Ball. It's from the beginning all the way up until now, which is the end of Z. Now, Dragon Ball Super is called Dragon Ball Super um, because it's it's slightly different. Um, and I guess they just wanted a toy and those guys mm -hmm. over there wanted to, you know, change it up just a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Dragon Ball, man. In Japan, it's just straight Dragon Ball. Um, before we get into like things like Super and obviously we want to talk about the, uh, the Brawley movie that's coming out in January um, and a couple, a couple other things. Oh, did you want to bring up anything else before we get into those things? Or? Um, uh, man. I'm just going to say this because this is how I feel like, you know, Go for it. we talked about Naruto and Dragon Ball earlier a little bit, you know, just as comparison, you know, but, you know, I was somebody who watched Naruto just recently, who just finished uh, Shippuden like not too long ago. So I watched it's basically 720 episodes Ooh. of pure magic, in my opinion. I mean, let me just let me just say that. But Naruto is I just had to give some Naruto some props to me because, you know, I love Dragon Ball. Don't get it twisted. But, you know, Naruto, man, it, it, it caught me off guard and it, and it literally changed my life in a, in a certain certain ways, man. Uh, and, and I'll leave it at that I, I, <laughs> because if I get started, I could talk for days and days about oh, it. But man, it is definitely it. it's an awesome it's an awesome series, man. And I, I recommend that one to uh, anybody who has not seen it and checked it out. It threw me off at first. And that's probably why I never started it. But thank God that I did when I did also because it's over now. Um, Shippuden is all the way done. Now we have uh, Baruto. But 
you know, there's so much good anime out here, man, in these anime streets. And I mean, that's just one of them. There's Berserk. There's, there's, I mean, there's so many, man. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, you know, there's, there's so many, bro. I, that I can't, I can't even begin to imagine. And I'm yeah, sure there's a- listeners who are listening now that that have some, you know, of their own that they would, you know, hey, you know, please let give us some recommendations you know if yes. you listen to this podcast or whatever you can get you know we'll leave our handles you know i probably at the end of the show but i would love to um hear from you guys and what you guys think is something that should be seen man because you know i'm always looking for that next uh that next big anime and it doesn't oh, definitely. necessarily have to be known you know what i mean like universally known some of the best ones are some of the smaller ones you know uh sword art online um berserk is pretty big i guess um but it's not you know the creme de la creme of you know the anime out here right uh, but th- there's some good ones out here guys and you know they don't necessarily have to be the the star attractions to be good because like did I said, you um let me ask you this real quick because i'm just yeah. yeah just thinking about it um did you ever watch Devil Man Crybaby on Netflix? I I um, watched a little bit of it. Um, I was looking at it when it, I had a lot going on. I was moving and stuff like that, and I had started it. Sometimes I that happens. You'll watch something yeah. or start something, and something in life will happen. Come, come through. <laughs> yeah, and then you you get kind of like you get disconnected from it, um, and then you don't you don't get back to it for whatever reason. So that's one I need to get back to. I know the the art style and everything. It's an older anime, and you know. I'm not I'm not one who really cares about, you know, art, the art style or how well it's drawn to a certain degree. As long as it's a good story and it's well written, I'll 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 give it a try, man. But I've heard well, people kn- talk about it. I know that you mentioned Berserk and that's something that I recently like uh this past year, uh, I think it was over the summer I watched uh one of the cuz I know there's different uh versions the, of yeah, that. Yeah, so I, I saw the more recent one, I, I would say, but that's yeah. why I bring up Devil Man Crybaby because I think those stories or the themes in those shows are pretty uh, identical. So I think you might enjoy that if you did enjoy Berserk. So, yeah, that's why I was yeah. throwing it out there. If you hadn't or if you had, that'd be... Uh, it's a, it's it's pretty cool, man. It's, it's yeah. one of those ones where it's got some, like, really deep themes to it. It's kind of gory. It's a little... It almost borderlines a little horror because it deals with, like, demons and different stuff like that. But, um, no, it's really good, man. I'm I know Netflix is really pumping out some, they uh, are. some anime. They need to slow their brakes, though, man. They need to pump Ooh. their brakes a little bit on some <laughs> of the things that they're doing because one of my other favorite series, uh, you know, which, you know, probably right under... Uh, probably right under right next to berserk or right under naruto and dragon ball to me was uh the fate zero and fate stay night series man like those two are fucking amazing and um i guess you know netflix picked up you know picked up the license the publishing on it and they started doing some and it's not it's a watered down version it's not the same if you're a fan of fate zero and fate stay night you instantly can see it um, I'm not saying it's this bad or horrific or anything like that, but when you're used to, you know, when you're used to gold, I mean, it's hard to, you know, go to bronze, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, after that. So yeah. just be wary. I mean, but if you're a fan, give it a shot, you know, go ahead and watch the rest of them. But man, I mean, sometimes, you know, companies like Netflix and stuff, they they think it's, it's like I said, that guy at the top of the totem pole with that suit and tie on and all he sees is money. And, and he doesn't care about, doesn't necessarily care about what fans think. They just think, oh, this will generate money. And then they push play on it. And, you know, it doesn't always end in that, <laughs> in that result. 
Exactly, dude. It's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever seen Angry Joe or any of his videos on YouTube, but he has this uh, character on there called uh, Corporate Commander, who kind of has like that, uh, the dude from G.I. Joe, but he, he just like wears a suit and tie, <laughs> and he's just out there just like, yes, we're going to add DLC and microtransactions oh, and all that stuff. So it, it, that's the kind of character that I see when I see some of these choices being made, especially like the ones that you just mentioned with like some of these... Uh, netflix big wigs you know but yeah yeah, i was gonna ask you since we are on the topic of netflix have you uh watched any of the live action netflix uh anime adaptations like the death note or even the full metal no do you just stay away from those i yeah for the most part i do man because in my opinion this is just my opinion go for it you know i just i don't (laughs) i think that most anime should be left you know left alone man i mean as far as you know and and mainly it's it revolves around the characters because there's some characters man that yeah you could you could be it could be passable you know what i mean uh for human characters if you got an anime with a lot of human characters in it you know yeah you know i could see somebody doing something with it but if you got like a lot of these characters who are you know fictional you know they they're nothing like being human they're you know it's it just doesn't it doesn't make sense okay like the best one i've ever seen so far to me in my opinion that they've come as is ghost in the shell that's that's Ooh. about it man um maybe because i'm also biased towards um uh towards the chick you know who pl- who plays uh who plays is the character uh black uh, widow what's her name uh, yeah um oh, god man. damn it man i know I her. i don't i don't yeah I, I know her fucking name too i just oh scarlett johansson yeah scarlett johansson man yeah i love, her. I love me some scarlett <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. I should know her name. <laughs> as fine as she is. But um yeah, you know, that movie was pretty good, man. It was it was it wasn't the best, but that's the closest you're probably gonna get, um, you know, to, to doing something like that. Now, mm-hmm. like I said, it's just my opinion. I mean, there sits somebody out there who loves a lot of these, you know, live action shows. But me personally, I think they should just be left if they're gonna do a movie, they should do an animated movie you know mm. about these characters or whatever you know what i mean that, that's what i think like this dragon ball movie upcoming it's gonna be awesome because it's it's a dragon ball movie you know what i mean and i've seen some yeah. other movies like naruto has like a bunch of movies those are awesome man um you know what i'm saying so just they it's not all about money you know what i mean i mean if you know if you be, don't believe that just watch the first watch the dragon ball the live action dragon ball movie the oh one gosh. that's out there in these in these streets and then go look at yourself in the mirror and tell me that you don't see tears falling on your face i'm oh, telling man. you right now man that shit is a coaster it, it, it's a fucking ashtray it, that's what it is and that's it you know what i mean that's why i'm so hesitant on you know i love dragon ball and it's, it's so i love it and, and i don't want to see anybody fuck it up anymore you know yeah. what i mean i just I that's not worth the gamble for me when when did you see that Dragon Ball Evolution movie? Did I saw you see it in shit. theaters or did no, you? No, I uh, saw it. I saw it when it first when it first hit DVD. Oh no! I man. Saw Were it. you any and anyways kind of hyped about it? Yeah, because I didn't I, I didn't see it at the movies because I didn't want to see it at the movies because the previews what I saw I was like no, this is not. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you know, I said yeah. I'll wait for it to come out, and all my friends were like, man, don't do it, don't do it, and I and I and I did it. And you know that's that's I can't get that time back. There's, yeah, you know, can never can. get that back. It's there, yeah. and yeah. It, all those images are yeah, man, imprinted on your mind now. Um, it's it, terrible. It's it's pretty bad, man. It really is. And I I bought it on Blu-ray. I got the Z edition, and it's just like a a good clean the palette. You know, whenever you watch a movie and you go that movie sucks, 
watch Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> and then you'll be like, ah, it wasn't actually that bad, I guess. Uh, but, so when we're talking about, like, um, I like your idea of, like, taking, instead of, like, doing live action with some of these movies, or, or not doing live action with some of these animes into a movie, let me let me pitch this to you. So instead of doing live action Dragon Ball, right? Mm-hmm. And even instead of like doing a movie like they're doing right now with like the uh, the Dragon Ball Super the Brawly movie, how would you have felt if they hit you with like some like different art style? Like what if they even went into like a Pixar kind of CGI now, vibe? Okay, that might be that might be cool. I was thinking about that. that. Would I was be like dope. that'd be cool. Like you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't uh, it'd be believable because you would have not believable, but you know, it wouldn't be live action so you wouldn't have right. to fight with that kind of uh or go through those obstacles but then you would right. have like a different style right so you would have almost uh like that pixar um so when i say that i think like of the incredibles kind of like that art style yeah, that and would that be kind dope. of look yeah that but would then be you dope. would have like a good fresh way of like introducing these characters to um audiences that never have uh you know messed with them because that's one of the things that i hear a lot of complaints when you have things like Death Note, right? Like I, I haven't yeah. watched Death Note, I haven't read the manga, and I haven't seen the Netflix show. A lot of people say like, "Oh, dude, they just Americanized the shit out of that." Yeah. And so, like, do you do that? Like, you 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 find yourself either that's gonna happen, or they just try to mimic things to a point where it just doesn't translate on yes, screen. Yes, because you have the. T- it's, it's all about the politics, man, and I cannot stand politics in in. Because it's in everything we do. It's in everything we, we, we consume. Because, I mean, at the end, if you look behind the curtain, you peek, you know, peek behind the curtain, there's that, you know, little man with two le- with one leg, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. with melted skin, you know, making fucked up decisions. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's, that's true. It, it's just terrible, bro. And, and that's where it comes down to it. Because when you take a license of uh, uh, something that's very popular, you know, and you try to put it in front of a, you know put real people behind it there's going to be other people making decisions that don't know what the fuck they're talking about or doing and because they have the money and because they're the ones who are quote unquote you know funding this thing or whatever it's kind of like they jerry jones it i mean they they mm. they fucking you know say well i got this stake in there that stake so you know i'm gonna want it to do this or that way even they don't know shit about what they're talking about uh, and, and that's what ends up happening. You got a whole bunch of yes men who are just happy to be a part of it, you know, just have money or have a job. And, yeah. you know, they yes it all the way down to no street. And then it, it, it just it, it becomes a debacle. And that's really what it is. Gaming is the same thing, man. I mean, you got all these companies, you know, like Disney and all these companies, man, and you they've got rights to certain characters. And, oh, we can't do X-Men because we own the right. It's just a bunch of bullshit. And they're not thinking no one's thinking about the fans. They're just thinking about how can their pockets get fatter and wider. And that's it. And in the end, they keep playing with people's emotions. What's going to end up happening is they're going to get EA'd. People are going to stop. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, because the, the people have the power. That's what a lot of us don't realize out here in these video game streets, these anime streets. We are the ones who hold the fucking key. You know what I mean? If you fuck over yeah. one too many of that said anime fan or gamer, I mean, shit can get real. It can go from sugar to shit real quick. And I'm telling you right now, bro, we've seen it. We've seen it with EA. We've seen it with, you know, uh, Fallout 76. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? We've seen it with the Star Wars game. I mean, yeah, man, it's real. And I love that part of it. I mean, we keep them on their toes. So 
Yeah. yeah, that that definitely was a big deal when uh, Battlefront came out. Star Wars Battlefront. And yeah, yeah. They had all these heroes and characters like you had to like basically fork out some money. And you already have a fan base. I mean, you have a huge... like Star Wars fans are loyal. They're yeah. just so intense. And I mean, they're just so excited to get whatever they've been getting. But then you have like so many different... Um, like genres of star wars fans i guess like so you have the ones that watched the originals and now are like adults adults and grew up and watched uh, you know the prequels and we're like mm, i don't know about that there then there's me like where i watched the originals but then i grew up with the prequels so i'm kind of more fond to them yeah uh, because that was kind of like my generation right you know that's how it felt to me right. but then um and now you have these new ones from disney but but you pretty much have like you're gonna make money. You you already have a fan base. You just gotta make a good product, and then they, yeah, they fucked it that's up. That's the thing. That's the problem. Yeah, they know. I mean, <clears throat> they're gonna make money, bro. I mean, and you know, I've been guilty of you know anything Dragon Ball. I'm scooping it up, whether it's good, bad, <laughs> you know. Um, and you just you're basically buying it and crossing your fingers. You know what I mean? Because you're a fan, mm. and I can't you can't resist it. But you know, you got the fans that who are fans and that are like, okay, but yeah, I'm not, I'm drawing a line in the sand right here. I'm not going out like this. And you get enough of those people behind you. And next thing you know, you know, you're forcing these developers and their bosses and, and a lot of that to, to change the way they do it. Because I think personally, it's not really the developers all at fault in, in all of these things. It's, it's their bosses. They have somebody to answer to. That's the guys with the suit and tie and the money in their hands, the bags of money. And those are the guys that say, you know, the yes or no um mm-hmm. because you know sometimes you know the director or the you know developer doesn't have all of the control you know what i mean there's somebody they have to answer to there's somebody who gave them the, the green light to make this movie or make True. this game so those are the people like disney these are the people you know what i mean that are making a lot of these decisions or that that wouldn't let us have x-men you know what i mean on mm-hmm. some of these titles because they have the rights to them uh same thing that they're not in the you know marvel universe because if they have the rights to them and if they don't get said amount of dollars you know they're not gonna we're not gonna get access to them so who's the ones who get hurt in this whole thing x-men fans they're yeah, the ones who definitely. are gonna suffer you know what i mean and there's a lot of diehard x-men fans out here so that's my point uh, you know what i mean so we have to we have to unite and we have to you know stand together when it comes to certain things that we know is not right you know and fix same thing with nintendo i mean i i'm a i'm a switch owner um and you know their online situation is you know it's 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 trash i mean if you ask me it's not (laughs) to be blunt yeah yeah, yeah. man it's not they have work to be is there's work to be done there's work to be done with their with the way that they communicate with uh you know through the app on their phone that's that's whack nobody wants that we want native voice chat we want dedicated servers there's a lot of things that we should be able to do we want the virtual console we don't want nes games nintendo games that anybody can fucking download my five-year-old could download all those games from his on on his tablet if he wanted to right now and play them exactly you know what i mean we don't want you know digital boo-boo and that's exactly what right now nintendo's giving us with the online thing yeah it's only twenty dollars okay but god damn it man i mean you know give us something you know now maybe they have some up their sleeve and i'm trying to be patient they do have some things well a lot of things going from other than the online thing but i'm not participating in that online shit man uh not until they get it together i'll stick to my single player games or my multiplayer games with family and friends that that's what i'm gonna do until they fix all this so hopefully they listen uh because nintendo has those those old you know 
those old Japanese guys with the suit and ties, man, drinking lots and lots of fucking sake and, and, and smoking <laughs> smoking scrolls in in the boardrooms and making these bad decisions. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, until they definitely. until they <laughs> that changes, man, that's what we're gonna be. Well, man, you know, like, cause all those points are like a hundred and ten thousand percent correct, man. And you know what drives me wild is like. Nintendo, you already have examples of how to do the damn thing, and you already had enough time where you didn't have your online service right out the gate. You gave everybody like, hey, you guys can like play on like Splatoon and stuff like that for free. Uh, you know, we're yep. we're working on an online service. It's gonna, you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then and then okay, it's been over a year. You drop this on everybody's lap, and and it's not even close to what it needs to be. Yep. You're just kind of like thinking to yourself, like you have Sony, you have uh, Microsoft, you have other uh, anybody on PC. You have all these examples. Are you just trying to be different, or or what's up? Like it doesn't make <laughs> yeah, sense. That's why they, you call it being stuck in their ways. You know, when you get to a certain age in life, I mean, you become what you become. You, there's really no going back. There's no retribution. You just are who you are, and I think that that's what's going on with Nintendo right now. Um, they think that, you know, the decisions that they made and put in the sand are going to stay there and eventually grow no matter how it doesn't and how much time passes. They just can't see past that. And I think that's part of the problem. They're not they're they're, they're out of sync with the fans. They're, they're not all the way there. And the same thing with, you know, companies like, you know, Bethesda with, uh, you know, Fallout 76, man. These guys are coasting off of the name. You know, they yeah. know they have, you know, they know they have the name so they can coast off of it and nintendo is going to you know you say nintendo in a, in a, in a female's ear man she's gonna come uh ha! because it's True. you know what i'm saying it, it, it yeah. i mean that's that's just what it is you know the name they're riding off of the name and it's now it's becoming to it's getting to the point where it's that's people are starting to notice look that's not enough and fallout yeah. 76 has had the same ip the same fucking engine for since the fucking ps3 and xbox days you know what i mean so i don't know you know they're gonna get they're getting roasted right now right now they're getting you know raped over the coals and it's just becoming a bigger and bigger snowball going downhill and sooner or later man if they don't change somebody's gonna change it for them so they better yeah. get their shit right yeah because i've been watching people stream it and uh it looks pretty boring uh, it is very very much the, the the graphics and everything do not look pleasing to the eye i mean it just seems like come on guys like you you have a you've had a winning streak for for a while now you've actually been making some like really good uh games and products like i mean yeah. why mm -hmm. slip up now like what was the rush to put something like this out and and and, and you you have to have the common sense and the knowledge or the intelligence to know that you're about to put out a product that's just not even worthy to be out there on the shelves and and you've made better so like you've already set your own bar and now you're you're falling way below it and you know people are just gonna get it because it's fallout and they're gonna try to to convince themselves like i'm having a good time i like this oh, i love fallout and it's like you know and if you do i'm happy for you you know like yeah. good for you like yeah. but this this be honest with ourselves you know is this what you expect i mean you know for a 60 dollars game yeah, that exactly. um I mean, come on now. I mean, so many people are having so much fun and spending so much time playing free games, yeah. free-to-play games, that it's just like when you give me a game and tell me it's $60, I expect the world now. And that's exactly. not their fault. It's just like how the market and games have gone now because 
it's just harder now it's, you expect more from a game that's full price i mean it was already yeah. kind of like a all right i gotta really want this game i don't just make spur you know uh spur of the moment i'm gonna go buy this 60 dollars game like no nah, right. it's either gonna be on sale I, yeah. I i either have to be a huge fan of the series or yeah. whatever it is and um you know I, I just knew of so many people like pre-ordering fallout 76 because of things like a e3 and stuff and it's like yo hey man it's an online only game like yeah, you know you the go. servers you the, are gonna be there trash you go. there you go you hit the nail on the fucking coffin okay it's a game on borrowed time anyway if, even if it was the best very fucking best game in the, in the world in hell supreme over all fucking games it would still be on borrowed time because why it's an online only game the servers are only gonna last for so long so you know if you're you know, a retro gamer like me too, who likes to play a lot of older games, um, you're not going to be able to play it anymore at, at one one day. That it's going to become a, a, a beer coaster, and that's all it's going to be. Um, you know, now I understand that. You know, if it's a great game, okay, you might get your good five, four, five years off the server, but we're technically on the tail end of uh, of this console's life cycle. Um, mm-hmm. So. I just I'm a person who believes that if I'm going to pay for a game, I'm going to want to be able to play whenever I want to, whenever I want to. I don't care if it's 10 years from now. I want to play it. Yeah. Um, and that's why I, my, I have an issue with games that are just online only, because if there's no story, if there's nothing else to play through it, I mean, it's on borrowed time. It's that simple, man. Yeah. And, and, and especially with something like Fallout 76, like it became one of those things like with the friends that I played with a lot. It was like unless everybody is all gonna grab this game so we could play this online game together i'm not gonna just like pick it up for myself and just go out there and deal with like trolls or just different people out there you know (laughs) a lot of online games are better because well yeah you're gonna meet other gamers you're gonna meet other people on there and that's awesome but it's also like to get your friends you already have and go Mm -hmm. hey let's go and run this together whether it's pvp whether it's pve whatever it is whatever kind of game online games are meant uh for you to play with other people so like it kind of came down to it's like okay nobody i know is really going to get fallout there's no rush uh you know I'll, i'll wait and see what uh you know real fans of this um say after they play it and i mean it it kind of came out the way i thought it was like there were server issues uh, issues logging in um it just didn't appear like people were actually having a really good time it it just didn't feel like a a a next game it just felt like a copy and paste oh it was bro there you go yes bro it it was simply a copy and paste job it was fallout 4 with some you know bells and whistles added to it (laughs) i mean that's what it was i loved fallout 4 i played it i bought it uh, but this is this is a new IP for them. This is something new. They've never done an online game before. Um, the proof is in the putting the writings on the wall. When they, I mean, all these issues that's going on, they put out a fucking newsletter letting everybody know that all kinds of shit is going to be wrong with this game now. I mean, if you guys knew this, why the fuck didn't you have put more money into your testers um, and, you know, getting working out all the kinks? Now, I'll tell you what they did do, which they, which they shouldn't have done. I'm watching football on TV and the announcers are calling plays and the next thing i know i hear uh one of the announcers say hey uh get ready for fallout 76 uh da, 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 da. he's he's throwing out you know a promotion and i'm like in my light bulb went on in my fucking head i said oh i see what the fuck they did mm. i see what they fucking did bethesda what they did was they put all their fucking money 
into the marketing of this product. They didn't put any of it. They skimmed on the production of it. Because like I said before, they were going off of the name. They were riding off of their name only and thinking that, oh, it's a Fallout game. They're going to jump on it. All we got to do is push the agenda. And that's where all their money went. They're paying all these commercials and all these people. That's what their money, where their money went. When it should have went into the production of a new IP, when it should have went into production of getting, you know, hiring more game uh, testers and all of these things and fixing these kinks now. Because a game so close to release with all these bugs and shit, they felt they had to put that press release out because they knew that they fucked themselves. And they think they <laughs> thought we were going to eat it like hot porridge. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, like I got, bro, you, I mean, that's what it is. And that's why I can't fuck with Bethesda on this. And the thing that is even worse than all of this is the fact that Elder Scrolls, the next Elder Scrolls game, they've already stated that they're going to be using this same fucking no. engine. Yes. No. The same IP. So if you guys are excited <sighs> about Elder Scrolls in the future and all these other games, no, I, I would I would pump the brakes. You know, and, 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 and we're just like, I mean, like we both just said, like, I like, I like the company. I like the games that they usually put out. This isn't us just like being haters. It's just like, yo, we have an expectation for what kind of quality and content that you guys deliver to us. Cause if we're going to give you our hard earned money, mm-hmm. we better be getting your hard earned or your hard effort, your hard work. Like it needs to show it. it, it and, and you know what, man, as we record this, it's like middle of November. I mean, why else would they re- release this? Like it is, well, you got black Friday coming up. You got the holidays coming up. Let's get yes, this sir. game out before Christmas so that <laughs> everybody's rolling out. Like a week yeah. or so from now, people are going to be going after the Thanksgiving and their their kids are going to be like, hey, Billy's got Fallout 76. I want to play with him. I mean, and they're going to go and throw them money and they're going to make yeah. money from it. And that's like kind of the weird thing that we have in entertainment. And especially when we talk about like these head honchos, these business types, it's kind of like the Venom movie. It's like the name alone, no matter how good or bad it is, will still make money. Yes, so sir. Fallout 76 is still going to make money because it has a lot of things actually working in its favor well it's been a dry summer for games in my opinion so people have been really hoping to get something new like red dead came out um you you know you get other games that come out around this time because of the holidays but now you have black friday and and christmas and people are going to go shopping and Mm -hmm. kids and 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 adults alike everybody's going to be like looking for something to get for um you know their boyfriend or girlfriend or for whoever and and fallout is a brand it's a name it's and, and so maybe somebody doesn't know what somebody likes and they'll just go oh uh how's this fallout game oh well fallout's a pretty successful series blah 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 blah. all right i'll just get that so then it's just like they're gonna make money but if you're like me and you and most of our listeners like you're educated and really passionate about games and all this kind of stuff that we're talking about you know like you know what should be being delivered to us and what what is not and 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 that's why, like you said earlier, and I agree a hundred percent with, is that we have more power and control over like what they do than what we do, or what they think that they can get us to do. You know, you can't yeah. just throw out a game like that and expect me to just not ask questions. And that's why <laughs> I was going to ask you a good question, man. Now, how often do you? Because I, I kind of said my spill, but how often do you? Uh, 
really listen to like reviews like um when a new game or movie or something comes out like Rotten tomatoes ign and stuff does do you just like check them out just to kind of see what the word on the street is yeah i, uh, I to kind of get a gauge of it well yeah you know what i yeah typically that's how i do it but if i have my eye on a specific time you know on a certain title you know i'll do my digging you know on gameplay and, and, and things of that nature and then you know I'll, I'll definitely listen to what people have to say and if it's something I really want to buy and find it for myself you know you know I'll do that and there's all, all other times where I'll just go to a red box and I'll like God of War <laughs> this is crazy God of War I it, it was almost so good people were saying it was so good that I thought eh, man it's almost too fucking perfect everybody's saying this shit is good <laughs> right so I said hold on I'm not gonna buy it first I'm gonna go to Redbox. I went to Redbox at 11.50 and stayed there until 12.01 and then it, it spit the game out and I took it home and I played it for like three or four days and I said I'm going to go pick this fucking game up uh, and that's what I did. I turned it back in and I was like I understand now. Um, you know it, it's, it's different for, for different titles but for the most part yeah man I listen to reviews and uh, but I don't go off of their you know everything but it's yeah. easy it's kind of easy to tell if you see if you got 10 people and eight of those 10 people say man this shit is trash yeah nine exactly. times out of 10 or eight times out of 10 bro it, it's probably trash and you know that's fallout 76 it's a fucking meme now yes the game uh customers who are consumers who are just casual you know they'll i'm sure they'll pick up this game um not knowing what's really what's going on and everything and they'll learn the hard way but hey at least they got them a 65 dollar you know coaster um you know for the future yeah. or ashtray so i mean if anything worse <laughs> comes to worse that you you have that you have a fallout yeah. 76 coaster uh beer coaster or or ashtray so congratulations you played yourself damn well let me ask you this dude because uh, this is something i've thought about when it comes to reviews and stuff like so dragon ball fighters or fighter z i know there's like a a debate off of like how that's actually called Dra or what dragon uh, ball yeah. fighters yeah. see that's what i thought um would you listen to someone at IGN who just plays games and goes, uh, yeah, I got selected to review this game. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I give it a 7 out of 10. Or would you rather go and find someone or listen to someone who's like a Dragon Ball fan, a fighting game fan? Like, I feel like sometimes, because both of us can speak for this, like, I like games, but do I like every game? And is every game for me? No. So... If it was my job to review games and I knew I was reviewing a game that uh, I don't like these kind of games, but it's my job. Let me just type something up. I actually <laughs> didn't really like it. You know, like, so I kind of feel like whenever you are going through reviews, especially if it's like a uh, like a name like Dragon Ball or Fallout or something like go find sources out there that are honest true fans of that series yeah and and, and listen to them yeah and if they're and, and if they're honest you're gonna hear from a fallout fan like hey you guys know me i'm a huge fallout fan mm, yeah 76 mm, doesn't really live up to par but don't find that person who just like is delusional where they're like it doesn't yeah. matter if fallout 76 was like i opened the case and there was a turd in there i'd be like dude go get it go Man. get the super deluxe edition who cares it's fallout we love fallout here you know it goes both ways actually if you look at it like that because you could also hinder 
you know, the fans could also hinder the actual, you know, truth behind the game if they are diehard fans too because you could say well i love dragon ball so much i'm gonna buy it i I stated it earlier i'm gonna buy everything dragon ball no matter how good or how bad it is because i love dragon ball and and you know is it necessarily a good game no um there's a couple games you know that were not xenoverse it was good but it it was it was a mediocre game and it was a mediocre because there was lots of different things uh you know the the net code you know is, is definitely is something to be desired you know what i mean um i've i've got videos out there on my channel that that would break that down but you know as a fan of the series you know i bought it and if they came out with xenoverse 3 guess what i'm i'm probably gonna buy that too so yeah you could actually you could it could be a gift and a curse so you could look at it both ways and and uh if you had a reviewer reviewing it and he wasn't necessarily an anime fan and he was reviewing a Dragon Ball game. It almost is almost is, is, is more honest. It, you could look at it that way, too, because he's, mm, you know, if it's fun point. to him. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm not really a fan, but it's fun to me. And But then it could, like you said, it could also be the other way. You know, if he's not a fan of this type of genre and he, he matter of fact, if he doesn't like this genre at all, but he's got to review it, then, yeah, that could definitely uh, fuck it up. But yeah. it just depends on how they operate, because I don't know how to, how they, you know, I don't think I would hope that they would not put somebody who hated a genre on a genre that they hated. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know how that that system works. But see, like someone like you, who I feel is honest, like, yeah, you might buy that Dragon Ball game, but you will still like voice your opinion. Like, yeah, true. I bought it. I, you know, there's an true. extra level or a layer of fun for me because I'm a fan, but right. this isn't for everyone. It's kind of like if uh, the Marvel Spider-Man game that came out on PlayStation 4 wasn't really that good, but if you're a Spider-Man fan, you'll yeah. get more out of it because there's right. Easter eggs, there's like yeah. different references, and just true. like seeing the mechanics of Spider-Man swinging through New York. So yeah. it kind of, it, I think that's where it becomes like don't just stick to one source you know i because I, I have like this like oh thing yeah with my I'll friend with you on that you know like they'll go on rotten tomatoes or they won't even go on rotten tomatoes it's just like hey man it's got a 87 percent rotten tomatoes let's go see it. it's like oh yeah what? yeah <laughs> i <laughs> what? feel you I, I see what you're saying now i see what you're saying yeah you, you're saying like, that yeah you want to i would yeah you're right now this this is what I do. I, I don't just listen to one person reviewer. I'm, I'm going to every fucking game outlet there is. I usually look at five to six different gamers, a game reviewers. Plus, um, there's a lot of YouTubers that I follow and that review these games. And I listen to all yeah, of them, what they say first, too, um, before I make a decision on do I want it or not. And yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't just trust your first, you know, your first one. You got to get a second, third, fourth opinion. Um, on it because sometimes that's all we have to gauge you know what True. what it is we think we might like a certain game and there may not be enough video out on it or whatever but nowadays that's what i love about um about today's society and everything we we we're spoiled in the sense that we can find what we need to find uh to where we can make a, a just decision for, for the most part if there's a game that we want to buy or an anime we want to look at there's videos there's probably hundreds of different videos on said subject that we could go and reference before we Mm -hmm. make our decision. You know what I mean? We can probably get 100 reviews. There's probably 100 people reviewing this, movie-wise or gaming or whatever, and before we make a decision. And that's typically what I do. I I look at about five or six different ones, and if they're all pretty much around the same uh, ballpark or whatever, I'll take that leap. Yeah, definitely. 
Because you don't want to miss out on something because of somebody else's opinion. I've always felt like, you right. know, what, what, like you said, one man's trash is another man's treasure. So, yeah. like, you, you got to be careful with that. But, you know, it's like if you go on Metacritic right now, Fallout 76 has like a user review of like 2.8. I mean, they're trashing, <laughs> man. They're trashing. They're beating it to the ground. You know? Deservingly but, so. But, but, but then you, you got something like Rotten Tomatoes where I don't think a lot of people know, like, if there's a movie that's like 90% on Rotten Tomatoes that doesn't mean like we think of like school and it's like when you got a 90 on a test like that's good right you got an A you, you passed 90% just means that 90% of people thought it was like above I think it's like a 60 so like it, it, it's kind of like a collective yeah. number it's not like yo this movie out of 100 is 90 no it just means that 90% of critics or people who reviewed it thought it was good now they could all 90 percent of them could have all said it was like uh you know a d let's just use like a letter grade but yeah. because like 90 percent of them agreed to it that's then like you'll see the trailers and the and the commercials where it's like oh venom 90 percent on rotten tomatoes this is like you know and people are just <laughs> like oh you see that honey it's 90 percent on rotten tomatoes we need to go see it it should be good yeah. it's like you don't you know just like do do a little bit more uh, research because you have the resources. Yeah. And like you just said, like there's so many ways, either articles, podcasts, YouTubers, yeah. anything. Yeah. And um, just make sure to kind of like look into it because you just don't want to, you know, just take one person's opinion for it. Because I know, and I know that you could probably agree to this, like there are going to be those YouTubers or reviewers out there that you just go yo me and this person we usually sync up like every now and then they say something i'm like ah, i don't really agree with that but most of the time you you find those out there that you go yeah we we generally have the same opinion on things so i can yeah. trust them you know so if they say it's trash yeah it's probably trash so and and then sometimes you know some games you don't need to do that that's only if you're on the cusp on on the decision yeah, if you want to make point. but a lot of games that i choose i already know i want it you know before it even comes out like there's certain games like <laughs> uh resident evil 2 the remake that's paid for that's bought you know what i mean <laughs> right, when, when the right. last guardian came out and was announced that was paid for that was bought there's certain games you know you just know um anthem that's bought that's paid for like games like that you know you just know now there's certain ones that yeah you're on the fence about and you don't know if you should or not yeah then that's what that's pretty much what we're talking about now but you know i mean potato potato man whatever whatever one uh you choose you know it, it's in the end it, it's all about you know that said person being happy yeah. with his his or her you know purchase and that's all that matters man i mean there, there could be somebody out there right now literally who's playing in the game playing a video game called johnny sausage head adventures Ooh. and he's playing it every fucking night and loving it you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, it's probably the wackest game on the planet. But, hey, if one person out here in these video game streets feels this way about this game, hey, it's bringing him or her joy. So fucking be it, man. Yeah, true. I guess it's just like I, I stay cautious because I think that we also live in this weird troll uh troll-like uh, society where things that are really bad people tend to like uh, admire <laughs> and broadcast you know like when it comes to yeah. certain kind of music yeah. um and, and and even like when it comes to different games that are just like this game's so bad that people are just like hey look it's actually funny and good and you know i know that you yeah. can do that like a lot of people like the room right the movie the room yeah and it's like a bad movie but it's it's so bad it's good kind of thing like troll 2 or something but yeah. 
<laughs> but but then you also have like a lot of these things that get like yo you are like totally like this is getting so much more clout than like something that actually deserves it you know yeah. and it's kind of like hey just be careful with that because then it becomes this like you know people just especially like these big wig uh industries they kind of go oh well we don't really have to try that hard people will just buy anything it doesn't really yeah. matter you know so yeah um let me um i posted something on twitter before we did our episode today so uh just because we are on the topic of like video games and um this is um this is a response to my post from the d2k family uh they're like a streamer community uh i'm in their discord server they're really cool guys so they wanted to know yours and my thoughts on the dragon ball fighters game and i haven't played it to be honest i've watched gameplay i actually plan on renting it uh tomorrow uh, oh, but um hmm. did you play it and what were yeah, your thoughts on it i haven't of course i'm uh you know like i said i'm <clears throat> I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan, and like I said, anything Dragon Ball, I pretty much bought it. I pretty much buy it. Uh, matter <laughs> of fact, I'm staring at you know a plethora of Dragon Ball figures and statues right now on my shelf. Um, I have a Dragon Ball shelf uh, in my in my man cave. And yeah, I just love Dragon Ball. So yeah, I have it, played it, love the fucking game. Um, I I i still put videos out from time to time on the game i've got a hard drive full of matches and stuff that i still haven't gotten around to doing but yeah i love the fucking game man um i'm not happy with some of the dlc characters for the simple fact that um when you're sure you're i'm sure you're familiar with this and a lot of people listening are when it comes to certain you know anime uh, you know the poster boys if you will of the series they tend to you know pour it on a little too thick and, and what I'm saying is, you know, you got three or four different versions of Goku, you got two or three different versions of Vegeta, and they're taking up slots. Um, and when you're dealing with a fighting game like this, um, you know, those slots are a little bit more uh, precious because, you know, in my opinion, they should be, you know, reserved for other characters who we don't get to see often. You know, there's no Master Roshi here yet, and I'm hoping that he's added sooner or later because oh, right that'd now, be cool. yeah, and, and Jiren is another character I want to see. But yeah, man, I mean, other than that, um, the game is excellent. Uh, I love it. Uh, the graphics are beautiful. Uh, it, it's a game I've been wanting for a long, long time. Somebody who has lots and lots of Dragon Ball games, fighting games and stuff. I wanted a 2D uh, fighter like that. And they, it's it's here and I'm loving it, man. So, yeah, I definitely recommend Dragon Ball to any Dragon Ball fan, even if you just like Dragon Ball a little bit or even if you like fighting games. Um, right. and you want something different man, I definitely recommend this game for sure so is that is that the kind of format that you want your Dragon Ball games from now on like a 2D uh, 2D like side scroller kind of vibe or do you like the 3D uh, open like arena kind it, of it's vibe it's both man I mean it just depends I mean if I had to pick one over the other it would definitely be the 2D uh, yeah, yeah. sprite based uh, type of graphics that I've just I just love those like you know Street Fighter 3rd Strike Exactly. another good one all the snk games the, the king of fighters and stuff but yeah this um boot my favorite dragon ball game though honestly is still probably gonna be uh dragon ball budokai tenkaichi 3 that's oh. probably yeah uh, that i have lots of videos on my youtube channel that matches and stuff like that too on there but yeah that's my all-time favorite dragon ball game i hope they do a uh i hope they do a basically a reboot of that maybe like mm. an hd version of that eventually one day but that had like 161 characters on it though Whew, you know what i mean yeah it had everybody bro it had wow. 
it had all the variations of all the characters all the all the vegetas there were all the gokus there were but plus they had every character in dragon ball they had every fucking character in dragon ball z i mean it was in even gt i mean shit was crazy bro love that fucking game yeah and and this is before super so yeah this was especially after like the 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 tournament the tournament of power like we have all these extra characters from all these other universes so like yeah there's a lot of mods and stuff out there um right now but yeah yeah, if they did that that was definitely dope it was a dope engine um yeah i love that fucking game yeah well uh i guess i'll just throw out my uh favorite dragon ball game uh, which I don't know if it's like common for other people. It's the one that I had the most fondest memories because it was like one of the first Dragon Ball games that I got my hands on. Yeah, uh, it would have to be Dragon Ball, uh, Dragon Ball Z Legacy of Goku on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, I just I, I don't know. Like as a kid, I was just like, oh my god, they have a Dragon Ball Z game. Oh my gosh! And now you know, okay. I grabbed yeah. onto it, man. And I remember bringing that Joker to school. I would just spend time. My my one of my best friends, Grant. He got it. And so we were like sitting side by side going through that game. <laughs> it was so much fun. I mean, and I know that that's like compared to some other games, like the ones that uh, you like, the one that you just mentioned, and even uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, like it's not even really close to comparison. But it was just nah, like at that time, I, I was like, dude, man. Nah, man, it's not. Dope. I don't look at it like that, bro. I look, I don't look at it like that at all, man. I look at it like, you know, it, uh, to me i don't have games that are just because it's on one system or another system makes it better than the other to me it's True. just what does it bring to you like how, do, how does this game make you feel because there's a golfing game on the fucking nintendo ds that i fucking adore i could play that shit <laughs> what, what's for hours called, man? man i uh I, you know what i can't think of the fucking name right now and that's what's so crazy about it you know what i mean it's like a generic yeah. ass golf game Oh, um, and it's so good though to me. I just love it so much um, and then my one of my favorite Dragon Ball games also is an R, um, RPG and it's called Attack of the Saiyans and Yo, it's, you on, it's also that. on the DS yeah it's also on the DS man a lot of you guys might know what this game is you might know what the fuck I'm talking about but it's a dope ass game and uh, like I said man games just the beauty of games the beauty of games is the fact that it could be I mean you could your favorite could be on anything it could be on a fucking phone I mean, my girlfriend plays the shit out of us. I don't know what this game is, but every time I see her, she's playing. And, you know, I, bro, I'm, they love cell phone games, man. Like, for real. Like, she can play that shit forever and will not get tired of it. So, I mean, whatever brings joy to you, whatever game brings joy to you, you know, as a gamer, man, you know, power fucking to you. Yeah, and, I'm you glad know, you said that. It made yeah. me feel better, bro. My hell, fuck like yeah. see a Goku. Yeah, Go, yeah. So. <laughs> Yo, it's a it's a game and it's a Dragon Ball game, so you can't. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna ask you. Uh, well, so uh, before we move on, since we talked about Dragon Ball games, uh, I guess let me go ahead and get your opinion and uh, and thoughts on Jump Force. Like, are you how are you hyped for that? Like, what do you expect from that kind of game? You know, from what you've seen from like the different trailers, and I think they've even had gameplay. Yeah, I'm, I'm so like, so like, where are you where are you at with uh, Jump Force? I'm excited about Jump Force. Uh, I'm excited to see the roster. I really want to know what this roster is. Um, I'll probably be picking this one up because I have J Stars, and uh, which was basically like uh, the one before this on PlayStation Three. I've never uh, seen that. And they yeah. re-released it. Yeah, they they re-released it for the PS4, and um, it was a dope game. I had lots of fun playing it. Uh, you know, it's just basically like a, a, a 3D, you know, 
the 3D Japanese Smash Brothers. I mean, to a certain degree. I mean, yeah. You know, it's all these different characters from different anime, uh, popular anime, and you know they're just going at it, man. So yeah, I'm definitely interested in, in this game, and there's a couple characters that I hope to see uh, in this game. I hope we get Say um, Saitama, aka One Punch Man. Uh, oh, that'd be awesome. And, and dude. him and Genos, yo, that would fucking be so raw. Yes. Um, and you got to keep some of the OGs in there too. You 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 Hakushu um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. I, I, I definitely am looking forward to it um, and probably will get it so yeah yeah it looks it looks amazing man. it looks beautiful yeah it and does I mean, it does the art style is definitely uh, something to be uh, behold it's, it's on point yeah it's a cross between it's like anime slash it's almost kind of like they wanted to be they kind of wanted to be more on the human side in a sense yeah a little like bit a realistic it's a vibe. mix yeah, it's a mix of it, but it's not over the top, but it's just enough. You know, you know I mean? and that's the kind of style that I guess I, I you could point to when I'm talking about like a, doing a, a Dragon Ball movie and that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, that just could can't work. Be, yeah, it just can't be all the way like, Mm-mm. you know what I'm saying? It just, just wouldn't work for me, man. Yeah, man. It, it, it You would have to sacrifice a lot of different yeah, things. You man. definitely would. Because it would shock the system. It would definitely shock the system. <laughs> yeah. But I, I I do have a dream, dude. I have a dream to do a, uh, a Marvel Cinematic do. Universe uh, Dragon Ball. And I think it could work maybe depending on like the the era that we live in and like the different actors and actresses that we have available because um you know it, it just would be cool i just it, only to do it i my only motivation really is just to redeem dragon ball fans and to make them forget about that dragon ball evolution because that's 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 what yeah, we man. have so it, you know yeah it was probably crippled before it even came out the womb mm. and i mean that's mm. what i'm saying like yeah with enough time would have to go by and especially you got you know all this dragon ball stuff in the air right now it it, it, it doesn't like i said man the production would have to be on point beyond yes. on point um for that to work man you would have to yeah it would yeah i don't i don't know i'm not because you I'm, could I'm, almost do like a a dragon ball main movie like dragon ball would be like the avengers but then you could also do like solo films <laughs> like you could have like a goku film you could have yeah. like a piccolo film you could have like these other arcs or other things happening and then it all it all like connects into like this uh, dragon ball film where you take on some of the like the the popular sagas You're trying to uh, use that avengers recipe yeah exactly <laughs> you could mix that up real quick and man it's possible man it's, it's very, i mean it, I, hey nothing's impossible man exactly. especially with the technology and everything but um, um man it's gonna be uh, yeah. It's definitely going to be, a, it's going to be a chore. I, I, you know. Oh, definitely. You're. It's going to take a lot of things going right. <laughs> yeah, I think I, there's going to be a lot of scared directors, man, who's not going to want to oh, take yeah. that challenge because of what happened before in the past. And if it bombs, I mean, it's going to be another meme. And mm-hmm. in today's society, man, you know, it will definitely be a super meme because you know when that oh, one came out, sure. it wasn't as you know, it, it wasn't as, as big, all of that stuff. But well, now, you know, man, tell I, me. I, I, I look at it like this, man. I, I, I kind of feel like that's how superhero movies were until finally they started, somebody got it right. Like Christopher Nolan in the Dark Knight series, right? When right. those started coming out, then people started to look at superhero movies as not like this goofy, like, 
you know you had all these uh, the the later batman movies like batman forever and batman and robin which were just kind of like oh gosh you know kind of like a little campy a little jokey and then you got yeah. things like grand La- uh, green lantern and stuff like that like there's been some flops man yeah <laughs> so you know it was like okay that's kind of what might happen with anime is that you're gonna have these movies like Dragon Ball Evolution? You're gonna have these attempts that are just not gonna hit the mark. That are either gonna try to imitate it too much or try to be too different, and then it's yeah. just gonna take someone getting one of these animes right, where you can you can start to think and go, huh? Well, maybe if you apply that to this, it might work. But you, you you're. I think you had an awesome point when we kind of touched on it earlier, where you're just gonna have to like focus on an anime that doesn't really revolve around like too much it's not human i guess just to get everybody comfortable with like the concept and i think that would be easier to translate but with something like dragon ball you could in a way like especially if you're focusing on like dragon ball uh like the the dragon ball series where it's not so filled with things like frieza and cell and boo and all that you know yeah. But um, ah, what was I gonna say about that? Oh, well, let me go ahead and transition into this, man. Um, because there's a couple other things I want to go over in this episode before we we cut loose. But uh, you um, you obviously like Super, right? Is that yeah. like you 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 like Super? Now you you saw GT, right? Oh Have my you God. seen? Yeah. So this I, is why I want to ask this. So before we get into like Super and Brawly, those two uh, topics, how do you compare Super to GT now? Like having seen GT, um, are there a lot of things that you wish would have stayed true to like that GT storyline that was going? No. Or are, are you happy with like the direction that they're going with Super? Yeah, I'm happy with Superman. Uh, GT, I didn't even finish all of GT. Uh, <laughs> couldn't finish it all. I mean, I know what happened in, in the series and everything without watching it yeah, all, so but it, it's, no. Um, there were a couple cool characters in there. I mean, I'm not, you know, going to just completely shit on it, but, you know, there were some couple ideas in there that were cool, but for the most part, man, I mean, you can put enough you uh, there's only so much cologne you can put on boo boo and it's still just going to be boo boo with cologne exactly and and that's what that's what gt was in my opinion now there were some people who like it but very few but you yeah. know i'm not gonna you know i don't i'm not trying to hate on the, the gt lovers out there in these dragon ball streets but <laughs> just just understand what i'm saying man I, it's exactly. not super yeah super is super was better way better um now there were high points of super and there were low points of super but Super is better, the better series. And I could go into this for days because Toriyama and Toei and those guys, they, uh, th- there's no rhyme or reason to what they do. Um, and as soon as, you know, we accept that, I think we can get past all of the, you know, non-canon canon stuff and move on. Mm-hmm. Because now when you ask me about Dragon Ball, I'll just simply tell you, I don't care. I just want it to be good. Just yeah. make it good because if you hang on every whim, um, these guys, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be perplexed because they don't. There's no canon. Canon does not exist in their minds. Okay, I don't know if they've drunk just way too much sake or smoked <laughs> too many endo sticks or I don't know what they're doing, but yeah. it's their shit. So they they make the moves because um, you know Gohan is non-existent right now, which is which is it's crazy. Some of these, yeah, some of these characters, I don't know what's going on, man. Um, I mean, you know, Brawly never existed now, so there was never a Brawly. 
um, you know, Goku, uh, you know, brought the bed being the baby and all the stuff and how him and Broly came in contact. All of that stuff is just completely out the window. Uh, that age difference between Vegeta and Goku, that stuff is, you know, that's supposed to be different, but apparently now with this movie, it's not. So there's so many things that if we hung on, oh, this is supposed to make sense and this, we, we, we'd lose every time. So they don't care about canon. They're just trying to make something good. And as long as it's good, man, I will not complain. Yeah. So. And I guess I'll take this moment to like shout out Melzi. Uh, he, he basically asked that question on that uh, Twitter post where asking about the canon, um, uh, especially when it refers to like Bardock, Father Goku, and, you know, just the origins of, yeah. you Even know, what happened. Yeah, yeah, with like uh, Brawly and Vegeta and, and Goku yeah. and how that all worked out. Um, they're taking a lot of shit from Minus, from Dragon yeah. Ball Minus, is what they're doing. It, did you um did you ever see Bardock, Father of Goku? Yeah, I've seen all of Dragon Ball, everything. Oh, Dragon man. Ball, man. nice, nice. Yeah, I what, have because um, did you yeah. like? I I I really liked. Yeah, that. I did. Yeah, it yeah. was great. I liked it a lot. I liked Bardock a lot. Bat Bardock Me was. Me too. Yeah, I don't really. I'm not a Goku guy, but true. If I had to pick one that had his face, it'd be Bardock. <laughs> it'd be Bardock. Uh, yeah, because Yo, he was a badass. Was, dude. Yeah, exactly. He didn't, he didn't play around. Yeah, exactly. He was the he was the Goku that I would want. And it was just like that cool uh, when he started to like see the future. That was kind of like a weird twist where he's like, "All right, Bardock, you've gone around and you're you know the Saiyans have blown up and destroyed so many like planets and stuff, right? Yeah. So you're gonna see like how your world goes." And he starts seeing Goku like when he's grown up and he's yeah. about to fight Frieza. And like it, it, that's kind of like he's a cool thing where it's like Bardock's like, "My son's gonna bring this." Uh, this villain down it may not yeah. be me and, and there's going to be a lot of sacrifices along the way but right. you know hey at least i know that eventually you know this will all come come around and um because a lot of people forget that like frieza's like whole arc i guess started from the get-go from goku being born to now what we see uh with their relationship and and where they stand with each other now especially in super because we get to see them work together and stuff i yeah. you know that's why i think we had the discussion on the phone a little bit um a couple days ago when we were talking about you know goku like basically takes these villains and uh turns them into like buddies you know like you got yeah. piccolo you got yep. um yamcha and tian at one point that you know they weren't really villains but they weren't like buddies oh, or yeah. friends they were fucking villains oh yeah. they were oh, yeah that's right yeah i mean fucking <laughs> yamcha was a pirate jacking motherfuckers i mean um you know tian shinhan was a fucking trained assassin yeah uh, being trained right. to kill people because that's what the crane school is about and everybody he fucking met you pretty much were savages man for the most part we're on their way to becoming that and he kills you with kindness he, he basically you know mm. he's so dumb that you know you take you end up taking pity on him and because that's all he, he's very simple man and that's part of the appeal you know about him that's true so he, he he breaks his way into your heart slowly but surely and it just is hard to just not you know fall into that and i think that's his real superpower not the yeah. fact that he's stronger than everybody not the fact that he's you know none of that i think that's his real his real power yeah no, definitely. And I, I mean, like, you see it with, um, I, I mean, I, uh, I know that, like, Frieza and Goku working together in Super doesn't really mean that, like, Frieza's, like, 
you know, changed uh, his ways. And I know there's going to be some things in the Brawley movie that we're going to see in January that are going to kind of like dive more into that. Um, but I almost like can't see like when you remember that Frieza blew up that planet and all the things that Frieza's done. You almost get to a point where you're like, well, where's the point of like no return? Like, where do you like go and you you don't really get a redemption? You know, like Vegeta, like you you see him come into planet Earth, him and Nappa, they fight. Sure, he wanted to kill them and, you know, he was kind of a bad guy, but you never really saw him really show like a lot of like evil tendencies right you just felt like right. this dude was kind of like you know maybe kind well, of wait, a, an wait, asshole wait. You know? you're talking about vegeta yeah 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 oh, so like no. like because like vegeta's like you know a good guy you know and like he, but he he didn't come into the the story like that but Vege yeah vegeta. but he didn't really do anything that really was like oh that dude can never be a good oh, guy no he came close man i mean technically he did in a sense he killed he's killed kids he's killed oh, whole true. villages he, he's laid down villages bro like like in namik when he went to namik he he fucking oh, that's right he killed a lot of motherfuckers man and yeah um but <laughs> yeah he did um but he but yeah but he didn't cross that that one fucking line like freezer was freezer was not going i mean yeah he's not on freezer's level no, uh, not even close. I don't no, think. And like, he's not on Frieza's level, man. Frieza's sick. Yeah. He's so now it's just kind of like weird seeing Frieza. Like I, that was the big twist. Like, were you? But see, yeah. There, there's, there's, <laughs> there's some spoilers, man. And uh, you know, Frieza's Frieza, bro. Just let me just. I'm just gonna tell you that. Yeah. Frieza's Frieza. Okay. He's a cold-blooded motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> and that's just what he is. And, right. And. You know that's why this movie i just can't wait because i can't wait for everything i can't wait to see this movie multiple times buy buy it on blu-ray i can't Same. wait for the fucking merch um there's gonna be shitload of merch um definitely gotta have a poster um definitely gotta see what kind of figures they're gonna be kicking out of here i'm really anxious to see how brawley's gonna be because i really want to like brawley i really do but i just couldn't get behind the brawley train you know this Back current brawley train because he's just he's not He's, he's not he doesn't have any layers i need my characters I, I need to you know know a little bit more they need to be just more than what this brawley was you know what i mean yeah uh, yeah part of the reason why naruto was so good is because every character had layers everyone have every one of them even the fucker that was painting the old man painting the fence man that motherfucker had a backstory <laughs> yeah. i'm telling you bro like you know what i'm saying so yeah. writing just definitely so they said they i mean i already like how he looks the new look is awesome um, and they said he's really going to be really sympathetic. So you're going to be able to relate to this guy. Uh, and that's what I'm, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see how relatable he's going to be. And, you know, if that's true, then I might be a brand new Brawley fan. Yeah. So, and, and uh, I got to shout out Melcy one more time. He did want to, he, he did bring up like, do you like Brawley's new design and story? And, and I like his design. I've had some friends that say yeah. they don't like that purple on him and stuff like that. You know, but I, I'm like, I don't know, man. I actually like kind of dig it. I like it. I, I, you know, yeah, that's just I me. Mean, I, I guess you do. You like it too. You yeah. like the the whole look I, now. I dig it. Yeah, I do. Man, I, because uh, what were your thoughts on the original Brawley movies and stuff? Did you like those? Yeah, I, I well, I liked the first Brawley movie. Uh, me too. First I, one was good. The, the other one was just just mediocre at best. Um, but the first one was, was pretty good. That's why, you know, it's kind of, 
hard to to see that these never exist because for Toriyama wants us to believe that pretty much none of the movies and technically they're not um, none of the movies are really canon true you know what I mean so I guess Vegeta and them not knowing Brawley when this movie comes out is is kind of okay mm. but um you know it was good the first one was pretty good but you know if you know Dragon Ball movies you know that the majority of Dragon Ball movies were only like really 45 minutes long yeah they, exactly. they you know what i mean it wasn't a fully full length uh, feature film and now they're finally decided to get behind you know that train because resurrection of f was finally i think their first one that went like 90 minutes or so mm-hmm. something like that so uh you know i was happy for that and you know everybody else was doing it you know naruto movies and other anime movies you know they were actually full movies so uh but that brawley movie was dope I, the first one i liked it I just now, didn't like the character and I didn't like the <laughs> I didn't like the, the premise of the story. I didn't like the reason behind, you know, the madness. I didn't like the yeah. fact that because they were babies and he was crying as a baby, that's the whole reason why stupid. he had this Yeah, that, when I look at that in hindsight, man, I'm like, Really? <laughs> but Yeah, know, that was that was a, that was a little kinda you know, right, was, uh, but underwhelming and disappointing it, actually. Exactly. But they can redeem themselves now with this one. And I think listening to everybody in these anime streets and listening to even the people who participated in the making of this film, um, the engineers and everybody just talking about it, everybody has said that everybody's mind is gonna be blown um, with this movie. And they said that the majority of the story is gonna be told with, with fighting. A lot of the oh, story. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine, man? Can you imagine? Because, like, from the trailers and everything, like, the effects, the visuals, everything looks... I can't. And Vegeta's one of my favorite... Like, I have two of my three favorite characters in this fucking movie. Um, You know, Vegeta, Tian Shinhan, who's not going to be in this movie, but... uh, And Frieza, though. Vegeta and Frieza are, like, two of the three of my favorite characters. So, I just love that Frieza's have this resurgence, man, of what's going on. And, and, And rightfully so, in my opinion. There's a lot of people who are upset about that because they're like, man, it's overkill with Frieza. But Frieza, in my opinion, is the greatest villain in anime. Now, I'm sure there's some great ones. I, you know, I know there are some great ones, but he's just so fucking iconic, man. I mean, and I think that's why he's he's being included and stuff. He is. If it wasn't for Fre- Frieza, the one who, who who started the Super Saiyan fucking thing. If it wasn't for Frieza, man, doing what he did to Krillin, man, who knows when, you know these Super Saiyans would be yeah. here. He motivated, but he, he made Goku turn and then that in turn motivated Vegeta to turn to go harder and become it and then it just it set a fucking trend so yeah I'm, I'm anxious I'm anxious to see Vegeta's uh, Super Saiyan God form his, his red Definitely. hair and stuff I love yeah yeah, I well, got a shitload of Vegeta stuff here. In, in oh, dude, because I, 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 my friend was the one that really liked Vegeta, which it kind of just worked out that way. Like, I liked Goku, they liked Vegeta, but I like Vegeta as well. Like, I can see the appeal of Vegeta. Yeah. But, like, yeah. It, it always comes out to, like, if I had to get one over the other, it would probably be Goku. But, you yeah, know, Goku's that's just dope, me. Though, um, but, like, yeah, I was going to ask you about that since we're just on the topic real quick. Um, were you surprised in Super with, with Frieza and stuff like that? Was that kind of like, oh, oh, we're gonna do that? Okay. Oh, or was yeah, it? Man. Or were you just kind of like, oh, well, of course you should bring Frieza into this. Like, if we're gonna pick like the, the strongest fighters, this uh, yeah, bring, bring him in. I got caught off guard. I didn't think uh, I didn't think he was gonna have the role he had. No, I yeah, didn't expect it. Was I happy? Fuck yeah, but I didn't realize it. But you know. At least that's one thing I feel that Toriyama got right as far as some of his character development because, you know, when Resurrection of F came out, I thought that was it. 
Um, True. And and I le- I left watching that movie thinking that God, you know how cold Frieza could really be if he fucking tapped into that 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 golden form because he Ooh. was born with those powers. He never trained in his life and after four months of training that's what he attained he was able to attain a golden form after four months of training so imagine if he trained more and he had more time to even you know figure out how his body works in that form because that's why he lost because he he didn't have time he attained that form but he didn't have time to figure out how how it worked and that's how he lost same kind of thing when vegeta and, and then those guys went to the next level they were still trying to figure out the super saiyan form uh but they, didn't, they weren't able to master it yet. And that's what happened to Frieza. So with Frieza learning these things, um, you know, I feel he could definitely be somebody to uh, not, you don't want to fuck with. Yeah. So, yeah. And I was, I mean, I was really excited to see what Boo could do just because Boo got like <laughs> super ripped. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, Boo. Man, that Damn. shit was dope. I thought that was dope, man. I but did. then I, when I they just like, he man. deflated back, he's like, ah, oh, I can't do this, man. I'm sorry. It's like, oh God. Okay, There's so many okay. Boo fans out here, man. Shout out to all the Boo fans, man. <laughs> exactly. I, I know a few of them. I, I, I know a few of them. He's pretty, he's, he's a cool motherfucker, man. For real. I, I thought it was cool that that's how they took the Frieza thing where they're like, yeah, Frieza never really had to train. So what happens when Frieza trains? I was like, Damn. That's a good point. Let's yeah. see. And then we get Golden Frieza, and I was like, all right, yes. yeah. I like yeah, this. Yeah. I like this a lot. But then I also like, I, I'm i on the fence about it, man, to be honest, because you, you got Frieza on Namek, and then you got Frieza comes back, Trunks, Slice, you know? So you got like a cyborg yeah. Frieza, and then yeah. we go into the, all this. So on one hand i was kind of like all right yeah what do you, is it because you don't know what to do with certain characters now that you're just like yo freezes yeah not that freezes easy to bring into but like you know uh, he's the been around since yeah he's the iconic. joker he's the joker of the series to you True. know go to, to the bat if goku was batman he, he's joker that's um, that's a really good point i never even looked at it like that man but yeah. now that you say it yeah i mean he he's, he's responsible for the whole super saiyan trend and, and everything going on if it wasn't for him being so cold-hearted and doing the things that he did he killed fucking dende he fucking killed Ooh. krillin you know yeah. what i mean you know a child Namekian a Namekian child I mean he didn't give two fucks nope. um, and you know and you smiled about it and then he killed Vegeta too shot him straight through the fucking heart Damn, that's I mean, right. he, he, and he loved Vegeta that was just so what people, a lot of people don't understand he actually Vegeta's one of the only people that Frieza loved and he did that to him he raised mm. Frieza I mean he raised Vegeta man I mean after he, he took Vegeta from his father um, and raised him and if you notice throughout the series, especially in, you know, the Frieza saga, you know, Vegeta had a rival named Kui. And, you know, he was he could fight. He was pretty he was pretty strong at the time. But if you notice their rift between those two, that um, Frieza always uh, took Vegeta's side, even when he was betrayed by Vegeta, he gave him chance after chance to come back just say look I'll, I'll forget everything if you just come back willingly he just a lot of people don't don't know that a lot of people don't look at it through that lens he loved fucking vegeta man um in his own sick way yeah damn yeah now that you put it like that and you add that to that that makes it like uh like um, so different really when you start to think of like the dynamic that they had because uh, in a in a way i mean vegeta hated frieza yeah like because frieza blew up his home world you know basically yeah. killed his father killed everything you know and and yeah. just was almost enslaved him it's like you're gonna work for me now dude so like yeah. you either I like mean, you know fall in line or what 
and you know you want to be like that them? much colder <laughs> yeah he made him that much colder and you mm-hmm. know um it, it, it's 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 deep if you if you look at it through a certain way if you look at it in a certain way man it definitely is but that was his that was his baby boy man i mean it's fucked up as it sounds but it was yeah. and he, he gave him all you know the benefits that you know for basically Vegeta could do anything to anybody and he would always he would always freeze would always take his side no matter what yeah you know what i'm saying and it was the only person that he could that that would he could could do that vegeta was the only person that could do that shit nobody else now now is it fair to say that that's that also uh, comes from frieza being intimidated and worried about saiyans like uh kind of out outpowering frieza and like overthrowing frieza so like to have a saiyan you know that's on his side kind of keeps him in check it's like all right keep your friends close but your enemy is closer you know so nah, like, he he really wanted vegeta he wanted oh, vegeta he that's why he blew he got rid of everybody else in his mind he did not see no matter how strong vegeta got he did not see vegeta you know beating him i mean damn. ever ever you know what i mean that, and that was yeah. you know that was his way of thinking um let me ask you two more things man and then i think we'll wrap this up because we're almost at like the we're just passing the 140 mark but uh (laughs) (laughs) but um i guess uh since we were talking about the brawly movie and everything we're both obviously excited about that and we were talking about well you pointed out how the other ones were not canon but then we have things like uh, Resurrection F, Battle of the Gods, and now Brawly, where they do those movies and they're awesome, but then the show kind of does an episodic version of it. Do you like that trend, or do you wish that they almost had, like, uh, on its own, but it was canon? Like, do you think that's them making up for, like, the other films just being, like, not canon, and, and you just got to plug them in the timeline? It's almost safer to go, all right, we're going to make an awesome movie, but that's like where you're gonna pick up on Super. So like when we see Super again, when it comes back, it's gonna start with his Brawly line, uh, t- like story, right? Or do you like that kind of trend, or do you kind of wish um, that they had like you know separate, what? separate I, movies? I kind of like it. Um, it, it. Really, you know, it, the, if they did it that way, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But, or yeah. if they just went straight after, I wouldn't be opposed to that either. And the reason why is because if they did it like they have been doing it where they'll fucking break down the movie into a, a actual saga into like a season yeah um if they do it like that it's always different true um That's different people yeah i mean it was so a lot of major differences you know in the movie you know how certain characters died and stuff like that i was like yo okay um it would made it it made it really good um but if if you ask me because it depends on how the writing is because if you do it and pace it like you know i think they would pace it you get more depth and more detail into what you know was transpiring yeah that's um, a good point in the movie you know what i mean kind of like berserk how berserk did it too berserk did the same thing uh you know you had that season where i think it was like 24 25 episodes and then they broke it down to three movies yeah but see i watched watch, the three movies that's how right I got that. now if yeah. you i have i have the i have the three movies but i also have the actual season that basically took those three movies and kind of spread them out over 24 episodes and you know i liked both of them because you got more detail behind the characters and and relationships and you got to see certain things other things happen um in more detail or whatever because you can only put so much in a movie yeah you know what i mean so i like it both as a fan of the series i would i would actually you know not be opposed to it at all 
I feel you. Good. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, you know, I guess, like, because growing up, like, those movies were like, oh, I need to get that. Like, History of Trunks is one of my favorites. Uh, right there with, like, Bardock, Father Goku. And then, you know, we got the Brawley. And some, some of these other movies that came out, they weren't canon. But uh, but then when, like I think I was caught off guard when I watched like uh, Resurrection uh, Resurrection F or you know one of those where I was like oh shit they're gonna do this and uh, do it like in the episodes of the Super I was kind of like uh, well I guess like I can watch it or I don't have to because I already know right. what's gonna happen so right. I was kind of faced with that dilemma but then again like you said it gives them the opportunity to like. Uh, dive into it a little bit deeper even like take time to look at other characters and go well mm -hmm. you saw the movie but exactly. we're going to give you a chance to see what was going on over here and exactly. uh, kind of like move around a little bit it, it works it gives know. them a chance it, it's like a t because if you're familiar with the animation you know industry it, it kind of helps them out too and that's another reason why they do it a lot of the time because if you don't people don't know who's listening who are listening right now um, those are, you know, those animation studios, they're fucking like, they're fucking sweatshops. Okay. You have a, a room full of workers who fucking usually work 10 to 12 hour days, six days a week. Um, mm. it's a lot of work to fucking draw these, um, these animation, these, all this shit. It, it's lots and lots and lots of work, you know, 30, 30 frames, so many frames, you know, per second. Think about how many pages that is. You know, you got 30 pieces of drawings, um, for one second of work. You know what I'm saying? Of screen time. That's a lot of fucking work. So they have to outsource most of the time. Also, they outsource. So they hire all these other animators who aren't even familiar with drawing uh, and Dragon Ball stuff. And that's when you get, you know, discrepancies in what, you know, on one scene, they look crisp. And on another scene, they look kind of like, who's drawing this? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I right. mean, that you know what I mean? So if yeah. you're not fam familiar with the industry, then that's another reason, because it gives them time. They want to stay ahead of the game. So what they do with these series is, is what they, they it gives them time to kind of use certain uh, parts and portions from the movie. And then, you know, so they don't have to draw everything. So that buys them a little time and then they can get ready on the new stuff, you know, because they're working on some of the new stuff as well going forward. So that just gives them a cushion, you know, time wise yeah. so that they can kind of you know, not be behind. Because sometimes if you have you ever been watching Super and then you're like, OK, where's next week's episode? Oh, it's been canceled and it's not coming until the week after. You know what I mean? And that's usually because they fell behind somewhere um, in the schedule and they didn't have the, everything done in time. So they had to buy themselves some more time. And that's usually what happens when uh, when there's a episode that's supposed to be there and it doesn't happen. So there's mm. a lot of stuff that goes on out there. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that, man. Like, yeah. really, they just don't. And yeah. uh, it's good that yeah. you, you, you know, you let them know that because uh, people get a little impatient with things and, and then you yeah, fail to realize, like, man, hey. I know you enjoy this, but there's a lot of hard work going on. Man, there's a lot of like endless sleepless is. nights grinding yeah. these out. I mean, they oh love God, they love these characters, they love these stories, but man, it's not like it just like sit down, ha 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 ha. No, you know, sir. Having a good and old I'm, time. No, man, I'm, it's hard I'm work. Gonna give everybody an assignment to do who's listening to this podcast when you hear it. Um, even you, bro. If you uh to really go look up Dragon Ball Super episode one twenty two. 122 and 122 that is my favorite dragon ball episode uh in dragon ball super uh and the reason why it is is because they had the perfect storm they had the best animators um come together on that episode it was and before the episode came out 
uh, it took two weeks for that episode. So there was an episode of 121 and then there was 122 was supposed to come the next week, but it didn't. And then the, it took two weeks. So on the second week, this one came out because they needed time to perfect this episode. This episode was fucking damn near flawless. Um, hmm. When you look at the art style, the artwork, everything done on this and take that episode and pretty much imagine them doing that same shit with this movie but the whole movie of this new Dragon Ball movie and this is what we're in for uh, though the episode 122 nothing no other episode has ever came close uh, in Dragon Ball Super as far as the the perfect storm the perfect writing the choreography of the fighting the drawing everything came perfectly that's no, my no. opinion what was happening in that episode like that's where, the episode when the shit everybody started to really go in on each other that's when oh, okay. um jiren and his clique you know the team to justice and all of those guys <laughs> yeah they, they got together and even just before the battle it was like the calm before the storm everybody was standing there kind of looking at each other um the wind was that blowing everybody's yeah. clothes was just flapping in the wind as they were standing there it was yeah man i'm telling you and at the end of the episode that was when vegeta first came into his own when he first started to awaken his uh his god form his blue god form that's when he first started his to awaken his shit he yeah. saw glimpses of it and uh you know he could actually see jiren's punches he he could he was like oh shit i finally see how to get past these and yeah man the whole thing was dope Dude, you got me you got me hype man you, i'm gonna go check it out like probably either yeah. right after we get done recording while i'm editing stuff tonight or that's before the the end of this weekend dude yeah man i'll check it out man and and that's yeah. like like you said it's a perfect storm it's like everything just worked out where everything happened at the same time where you don't get that every week and it's not really nah. their choice it's not really their fault it's just like hey man it's time constraints man yeah yep. you're not you gotta have like you gotta like i said you're gonna have they're gonna outsource there's no way they can keep everything in-house man nope. uh, with these episodes unless they just get a big big head start now you know they're not typically known for that now, i don't yeah. know what they're doing you know this movie's done i mean the dragon ball movie's done i mean there's been i think there's already been a showing of it oh there will so. be in the next day or so if it's yeah. the first showing of it so it's done for the most part it's finished so now I'm, I'm only guessing and hoping that you know they're working on super now they got something up their sleeve because i mean we're going to see something uh in 2019 now when hopefully the first quarter we shall see but i'm, mm -hmm. I'm anxious man and all this movie's going to do is get everybody excited yo dude definitely man I mean, I'm already, I've already been hyped. I mean, I remember when they released the teaser and you didn't even know that Brawley was going to be into yeah. it. I was like, dude, yo, sign me up. Tell me when. Here's my yep. money. Take it. Yeah, take it. I'm money, ready. <laughs> Straight and, up. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, dude, there's so much I still want to talk about, but I think that, you know, it'd probably be best to save for uh, some other episodes. But uh, Yeah, man. Two um, hours, goddamn. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, we're at the, yeah, basically at the two hour mark. Let me, um, uh, let me just ask you with your podcast. So, with like, uh, the movie coming out here in like january i think it's january 16th yeah it's gonna be in theaters how are you gonna be able to like avoid spoilers or is that something you're just gonna have to you know suck um, up and deal with yeah i already know i already know a bunch a lot oh, already i already know but dragon it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't spoil me man um, okay because there's still yeah the way i look at it it doesn't spoil me i'm just happy that <laughs> there's gonna be some people that aren't gonna be happy with a few things uh in oh, you here. already know but if somebody like me i'm gonna be over the top man because vegeta 
it's gonna be some great things going down. Dude, I cannot wait, man. I cannot yeah, wait. I'm telling you guys, it's, it's gonna be real. Well, man, um, let me see. I, I, is there anything else that you do want to bring up or anything on this episode? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, like, based off of, like, our discussions over the week and, and this episode right here that I, I really, really hope that we get a chance to uh, talk some more and do some more uh, episodes in the future, especially with things like this movie coming out, Jump Force. Oh, yeah. No fucking and doubt. Really, and really, like, anything video game and anime related because, you know, I was going to title this episode, like, something Dragon Ball but I think I'm just going to call it Studio MacGyver because, <laughs> you know, we just really went through, like, um, uh, everything that I know that you are passionate about and I know that I'm passionate about as as far as it pertains to Dragon Ball and video games and anime yeah. and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just – I'm super excited to uh, – do something like this in the future because man like as we're talking i'm like i'm already, i'm looking at what i wrote down but then i'm also thinking to myself like damn now i want to ask you this or yeah let me yeah, get your man. opinion on that let me you know let I, me pick your brain about that so like every, i know we got to do it we got yeah do some we stuff got later. to but we're both trying to do the same thing uh, reach out <laughs> yeah. to other uh, podcasters that that like the same things that we we exactly. do and try to develop a, a rapport and you know build a build up a nice uh build up a nice relationship man moving forward so we can you know talk and on future future shows and i think that's i think that's what we do man when we talked on the phone and we talked for about two hours so yeah right uh you know that's saying something in itself right there and uh yeah i look forward to, to many more podcasts bro uh with you so i definitely think do definitely, def- definitely I mean- enjoyed it a lot well um i guess what i'll do or what we could do is just uh you know i'll give you the floor to uh you know plug your podcast like you know when's it usually come out what are your plans for the remainder of the year how can people contact you and all that and then i'll do that and then we could probably wrap it up cool man um if you guys want to get a hold of me it's, it's pretty simple um you can get me on twitter at studio macgyver i'm also available on instagram at studio macgyver 79 I also have a Facebook page for the podcast is at Studio MacGyver as well. Um, if you like anime and gaming merch, um, I'm sure most of you guys listening probably do. Then you probably want to check out this website. It's uh, www.beautifulnerds.com. Nerds is spelled N-U-R-D-Z. Uh, you can get hats. You can get beanies. You can get sweatshirts, um, hoodies, backpacks, mugs, all this type of stuff, man, if you are into that kind of thing. And uh, last but not least, guys, um, check out the YouTube channel, Studio MacGyver TV. Um, I got, you know, gameplay footage. I have uh, discussions um, about video games and anime on there. And also, I you can catch my podcast on there as well, Studio MacGyver's Dragon Ball and Video Game Podcast. So um, I talk about games and anime, man, for the most part, bro. So nerd culture, if you will. If you like those things, man, then you should check me out. Dude, man, that sounds perfect, man. I mean, I really, I really, really hope that uh, people check out your stuff because when I found out that we were going to actually do this, like I started sending stuff off to my friends. So I was like, dude, you guys got to check this out. You got to check this out. And yeah, really man. trying to spread the word on your stuff because, man, if anybody who's listening to this episode um, enjoyed what we talked about 
but when you check out his podcast man you get like this times 10 it's just really really cool man i love what you do man i really um appreciate you working with me and working this out so we could do this and um uh, i will be sure to put the the links to your youtube your podcast and to uh beautiful nerds uh in the description uh of this episode just so everybody who wants to check those things out which they should uh, just it's so easy just go to the description and check it out but um i guess like what i'll do real quick is just say that you know um i've been trying to do uh two episodes a week with wonder soul Tuesday and Thursday seems to be like a nice uh, time frame for release and record. Um, we're doing this one a little bit late on a Thursday night, but hey, man, I, it's all good. It's it's how it works out, and uh, I wouldn't have it really any other way because I like the – we're both night owls, so <laughs> this yeah, worked out yeah, perfect. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but, I, you know, I've been doing uh, stuff on the YouTube. It's really just the uh, podcast episodes. You can look all that up uh, through Wondersoul, which is W-N-D-R-S-O-U-L. Um, and also have a Twitch account where we've been just playing some games and hopefully going to be playing some Dragon Ball Fighter uh, through the uh, weekend on Twitch. It's uh, at Wonder, Wonder Gaming, which is WNDR underscore gaming. Um, and yeah, yeah, pretty much uh, just there's a mixed bag of variety here. We got a lot of geeky, nerdy topics, but we also have some like kind of deep, uh, yeah, maybe some philosophical, you know, just different stuff here and there. And uh, just trying to keep... Uh, everything um you know wide ranged and uh just open for really anything but it really all boils down to like passions and interests and you know stuff like anime video games dragon ball it's definitely something like that i've enjoyed my whole life and to just connect and meet with someone like studio macgyver man it's just it's awesome to just talk to you it's it's so it's almost kind of weird you know because i've been listening to your stuff but then to actually have a conversation with you is really out of this world man and it's just um i'm just so happy that you agreed to do this man and i hope uh nothing but success for everything you do because we've talked on the phone about um different plans for the future of both of the things that we're we're working on and it's just it's so exciting to hear the things that you got planned man and uh i cannot wait to do this again dude yeah me too man um it, it will happen again so uh don't worry about that i, I, <laughs> I really feel like we we got something here and you know, I take it to that next level so if you guys are listening to this uh on my podcast hey you you probably want to get ready for wonder soul uh being a guest uh, on the regular um on my show man you know at least once a month man i'm, I'm gonna try oh, to yeah. do something like that it'd be dope yeah, we'll definitely have to work it out. But uh, hey, guys, uh, I guess we're going to wrap it up. We- we've gone on for like two hours. So if you made it to this point, shout out to you. <laughs> uh, really appreciate your guys' support. Um, if you're listening to this, I hope you guys enjoyed this. We, I, I know I had a good time. I-, I think you had a good time just nerding out about all these things because it, it is what we we really love to do. And, we- and it's just awesome to connect with people who share those passions. So uh, with all that being said... I guess we'll wrap it up here, and uh, I guess, uh, yeah, until next time, we uh, hope you guys uh, do good and uh, take care. See you next time.